Nine. Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zor and the Kodan Armada. That's right, listener. You have been recruited for another episode of Fly Casual. Corey here. That's right. Tonight's the last Starfighter, plus everything else we do. Stick around for another rousing Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! feel titillated 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 i like that word that's a good word (laughs) titillated tonight Mm. it sounds like something else that's why it's funny titillating like later yes oh that's the word i was thinking of i was excited about what's coming later you know what that word reminds me of garrick's mom Mm -hmm. wait why why because she's a titillating person Oh yeah, she. Yeah. It is. It's her buoyant personality. <laughs> her We're doing this again, are we? Mm. <laughs> it never gets old. No, no, no. Huh? Not at all. I mean, no regard to the listener whatsoever. We enjoy it, and that's what matters. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is all that matters. That's we enjoy it. Everyone enjoys it, mm-hmm. right? They better. <laughs> yeah, or we, else. we don't give a damn. I guess. <laughs> Frankly. Or else we'll pop Frankly, you in the mouth. Yeah. The right in the mouth. Garrick's Frankly, ster- my listener. Stereotypical Creole whore of a mom. Oh. Right? Hey, yeah, she's dang old. Just because she's she dropped drop by her lady. I don't rest in a crocodile. Come over here, put $5 in the glass. Take him back to the back bedroom. Just have my bear away with him. Yeah. That's crocodiles. I was doing that. Yeah. I don't she even know is, how she says alligator she should be concerned about. I don't know, yeah, know. where she's been vacationing. <laughs> That's just her nickname for my... Uh, Florida. Oh, oh heavens. Florida. Oh, no. <laughs> it's her nickname for your male member. Yep. Oh, heavens. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. And here I thought we'd be, we'd be talking about a nice, wholesome film tonight. Very wholesome. And we're talking about ta- using the words male member. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I could be an arm. <laughs> It's a member of your body. I don't think imagery-wise you're helping. <laughs> yeah, was, just just no. saying. Yeah. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fly Casual. Hey. 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 Hello, world. Hey. hey. Josh you just turned his head and just stored. Just, I said store. Store is gotcha. the past tense of stare. I don't even know. It's stared you, daggers you, at Howie. You, that was, you owe me money now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You bought the right to that. We'll pay out all the. We'll pay you out a, JavaScript. We'll pay you out a high percentage of the profits we make on this episode, <laughs> which means you owe us. <laughs> Which reminds me, don't go to helloworld.com. Oh, is that a bad thing? <gasps> I don't know. What? I think so. <laughs> it's probably like just some like little like chibi like dancing kitties. Mike's oh, going there right now. Mike. Look what you've it's done. It's probably a coding website. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Create moments of value that drive people closer to your brand. I'm not Hello, okay world. with this. I'm not okay with it. I, I need an adult. Yeah. Sorry. Welcome back to Fly Casual. I, uh, I I'm Corey. Hi. How's it going? Hi. Hey. Nice to meet you. Hey. Nice. To, we've met. Oh yeah. How did you forget? <laughs> I forget. Wow. I feel so yeah. slighted. <laughs> it's a small world. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in my home? It could be a small wonder. 
A child unlike Jamie. other girls. I am she a robot. is a miracle. Jamie. And I'll grant Jamie. you she'll enchant you at first sight. She's a small wonder. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not going to finish the song. It's a little robot girl. Oh, there's Mike. My hey. I'm even excited tonight, boys. I know, right? Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. this is a good one. Yeah. Have fun with this. Yeah. It's a good one. Like last week. I know, last week, which was a pile of steaming <laughs> wet garbage. <laughs> Woo! That's I right. Had, You're my, welcome. I had my palate cleanser this week. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Uh, over there, Master Control, CBJ Howie. Well, they call you the small wonder, but they call me the big wonder. Oh, no, man. I thought they called Why? you the crocodile. I'm confused. <laughs> Why do they call you that? Why do they call you that? Because I'm fat. I don't know if you hmm. notice this, but doctors <laughs> say I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. problem. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of weight problem, over there, cross pond down a few is the dead weight, Mister Garrick. Call me the the small blunder. <laughs> hey, you play on words. Yeah, I get it. I see what you did there. Yep, yeah. yep. And and of course, joining us again this week. Uh, of course, they, they call him Billy Corgan. Because <laughs> why? Randomly, <laughs> he smashes pumpkins. Is yeah, that I'll, why? I'll take it. No, because the, remember they say that Jamie from Small Wonder was, was, was Billy. That Billy Corgan played Jamie from Small Wonder. Yeah, everyone I did gets not the reference. Hear that. You don't need to explain. That. I have to I explain know. it to Mike because it was it was after he his did. time. I don't remember <laughs> this. No, it's not true, obviously. Of course not. But see, it's they just have like a the similarity. Kid from the Wonder Years being they, they Marilyn similar, Manson. They have a similarity. Be, similarity. <laughs> because Billy Corgan, when he sings, has got that kind of like a little bit of a nasal, like piercing sound that yeah, he does. Right. Um, and also, Jamie from Small Wonder sounded like garbage, too. So oh. they've got that in common. <laughs> oh, too soon. No. He died. You know that, right? I don't know that what? at all. I don't as a matter of fact, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't care for Smashing Pumpkins. All that. Actually, I should say, I don't care for Billy. Billy Corgan's voice all that much. What about smashing? I had a watermelons. girlfriend in high school who was obsessed, obsessed with smashing pumpkins yeah. and she tried to make me listen to it way too much. And I'm like, it just sounds like a cat dying. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is music. Yeah, that was Jamie. That sounded pretty good. I like that. That yeah. was that was actually Jamie. That was good. Music. That was Jamie and Vicky both in one impression. There you go. What that was. Yeah. So uh, Josh from Kokomo. Hello, world. Uh, no, no. Somebody no. said that. No. Yeah, yeah. Good, no. Quit, quit copying, Josh. He yeah. He didn't say it. Why would you do that? Inflection. <laughs> I said it with deflection. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Dag, yo. Dag. No, you can't recover that. Josh just went cross-eyed. He's putting the headphones down. He's out. He's storming guys. out. He's out. He's that's it. That did it. He's he's flinging the chair, but gently. It would work a lot better on video. <laughs> yeah. Well, there he goes. <laughs> that's right. Damn it. Anyhow. Uh so hey, uh did I do Garrick yet? Did I skip? No, I you, got it. you got him this week. All right. I'll Good job, again. buddy. Good, thing Good I... job, little buddy. Good job, buddy. You're my little Yay. buddy. You go. My big job, buddy. <laughs> that goes Corey. Now Corey's out. <laughs> flick the chair. Flick the chair. <laughs> oh, oh, so it was my chair. He's flicking. Not my fault. Oh, you sat back, back down in the chair that we flipped. <laughs> the flipping chair. That's your chair. fault, buddy. That is the flipping chair. <laughs> That's your big buddy. problem. I had hey, to come back for the peanut butter pretzel bites. 
Yeah, crunch those right into the microphone and just mm. watch Howie come across this table at you and flip the chair. I'll suck I'll put on his him. headphones down. I suck on them until they get soft. Don't punch you in the mouth. You know, it's funny. There's someone else I... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> hey, wow. guys, what's on the docket? Hey! I don't even know. Da, 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 da. Docket. It doesn't quite match up. Docket. I'm going to kick us off this week. Do it, man. I'm claiming it. I'm claiming it. I'm owning it. Do it. Uh, Do it. And the reason for that being that, you know, last week I talked about how always watching Supernatural. That's still true. So, um, what I will say. Supernatural again. No, 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 no. But I will say something that I did uh, that was concerning (laughs) entertainment that I had never done before. I I traveled over the weekend. Oh. And I, for the first time, went to a casino. Are you familiar with these? You, am I pronouncing that correctly? I know it's an, Ital- uh, it's an Italian word, right? That's, that's right. Casino. I went to the Casino. It's a coven. From the Latin, the, Cassianova. Yeah. Uh, which, <laughs> or, uh, guy. yes, I went to San Diego. No. I, uh, yeah, I went to uh, a casino for the first time. I played for some, the first time for the first time in my whole life. I've, I've never been to a casino at all. It's I've, I mean, it's not like I'm, I've, I'm not going to that den of sin. I just did you never, see Robert De Niro there? No, I Was didn't. He there? Yeah, Joe Pesci. No, Joe Pesci I didn't there? get taken in the back room Chad and threatened Stone? or anything Come because on. they took more of my money than I took of theirs. No. So yeah, yeah, That's I did not, not how it works. I did not come out a winner. Wait. Uh, Are you saying the house always wins? You came out a wiener. I went in and I said, all right, here's our budget that we can blow in the casino because I know we're not going to win it back. And we didn't spend that much. I mean, we we won enough back that we escaped under budget. So I'm going to call that a win. Uh, And I might have drank enough free Coca-Cola that I might have gained actually quite a bit of it back. In free Coca Cola. In weight? Oh. And weight. Yeah. Yes. And my, my sugars was running high. If you guys don't know, Corey has really bad luck. So I have notoriously Corey in a casino, I think, is not terrible luck. And, and that carried over immediately where my wife started hitting on slots immediately. And literally, the, it would just drain out of me. Like a lot of the slots are great. Like you bet and you get like part of your bet back. So it, you're, you feel like you're a winner, even though you're slowly losing over time. Nuh-uh. Nah, no, I would just bet and I'd be like, nope, you lost. You want to do it again? Chump? I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Minimum bet again. And it's like, nope, done. Can you give someone else the chair? The machine talking to me. And I was like, oh, get up, man. Okay. Your money's no good here anymore. They probably shouldn't have given slot machines AI. That sounds. Not only do the slot machines have, actually, the slot machines do have AI, and they also have these like loyalty cards that they that they want you to use because Don't they can actually track your habits, your spending and behavior, and, and how like you bet across all machines. Oh yeah, that's real. Go watch wow. Adam ruins everything. Believe me, because <laughs> that is I'm exactly stop. it's exactly I what I experienced. So the first day, my wife was hitting like crazy. Real Dave. So I was just like, you know, what? I would just like sit with her and. I'm just like, you know, drinking a Coke or I like go get a drink from the bar because they were super cheap because there's no alcohol in them. Cheap drinks, not a lot of booze what? in them. But uh, but it, I mean, we were having fun. It was a lot of fun. And then the second day we went back because we had some time to kill between things. And it was just money just immediately started draining. There was no, even for her, it was just falling into the machines. And I'm just like, all right, let's cut her off. She's like, yeah, this isn't fun. We just got them left. So, but we had, a, we had a lot of fun with a lot of the other stuff we did. But yeah, I enjoyed my time in a casino and I will probably never put another dollar in a slot machine as long as I live <laughs> because, oh, man. yeah, infamously bad luck. And I hit on one machine. I walked away. I walked away from that machine up like 10 bucks. 
I was, I was up like 30 on that machine Man. at one point, and I was just like, oh, let's keep going. Cash nope, out. it's eating it. I'm leaving. <laughs> I want to cash out. Yeah. Can't let you do that, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. I think we walked we'll out, and we had like 38 cents left on a voucher. I'm like, yeah, you going to cash that in? Or would it be less embarrassing just to keep it as a souvenir? <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, no, I'm just going to keep it. Get that 30 cents, bro. No, no, that's 38 cents to remind us of the much more than that that we spent in there. But we had fun. I played a little bit of roulette. <laughs> It wasn't a, a live roulette table. They had one open later, but at the time we were in there, it was like a it was a roulette wheel with a video camera on it, and then there all these little touchscreens so anyone could place their bets privately standing around oh. this like little automated yeah. roulette wheel. It was interesting. But, James Bond uh, taught me nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I totally hit on roulette the first time because she sat down, and I'm like, she puts down like a tiny little bet. I'm like, no, here, put put this much over on this one, and that number actually hit. Which Whoa. is crazy, right? Because I have terrible luck, right? <laughs> it was right after that that I realized there was a minimum bet that was 50 cents more than what we had put down. So we got nothing. <laughs> so we, had, we didn't lose anything either. <laughs> but that's how bad my luck is. We hit on that number. I would have won times however you know much back. Nope. 20 bucks. Nope. No too, dice. Too cheap and not paying attention to the details. So. <laughs> no dice. But it was fun. It was fun. So we it's not it, bad really. luck. It's just you suck at following directions. That's true. You're stupid. <laughs> Gotcha. That's a great, that's a very big part Burn. of it. We could go Let's, deeper down that rabbit get. hole on, with that experience, but I'm done. I'm good. Someone else, what's on <laughs> someone else's docket? All right. Well, I'm doing a thing. Mm -mm. Yeah. I've decided, you know, Endgame just happened and uh, everybody's, yeah. you know, tweaking oh, on the, you're the Marvel. Oh, you back again. I went back. Went back. Did you, start, did you start with the Iron Man? I've done Iron Man. I've did done you? Iron Man 2. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. You're not watching him in the Hello. correct order, sir. Hulk. The Incredible oh, Hulk. I've watched yes. the, I've watched Hulk 2. So, yes, as well. Wait, Hulk 2? <laughs> no, as well. Uh, also. also. Oh, it was kind of Hulk 2. Oh, almost. <laughs> sort of Hulk 2. So, yes. Two. So, yes. The proper order would be, yeah, Iron Man... Incredible Hulk, nope. then Iron Man 2. Yeah, that's Hulk so first. I'm at four. Was Iron Man 2 the first one after Incredible Hulk? Uh, yes, no, yeah, yes. Yeah, Iron Man 2 was before Captain America. Oh, maybe yeah. one was Thor. Actually, Thor came te out technically early, speaking. If you're watching them in the order, in the, the chronological, chronological order, which very it, few people know how yes. weird that is. Okay, so yes, I have watched. Captain America as well. Okay. And did actually, you, wait, I just did you start with Captain? Because now we're talking chronological. Yes. Now you're talking okay. chronological. Yes. I have like to back up. I have. Okay. I have seen did Captain you pause America. Pause Captain America when he went on ice and then watch Iron Man. Okay. All right. So I've seen Captain America. I've seen Captain Marvel because that would be next. Then oh, I've seen Iron Man wow. Incredible wow. Hulk, and Iron Man 2. So I'm up at What Thor about Wonder right Woman? Now. No. Oh. Wonder Woman. The wrong one, man. Wrong one, buddy. It was, Come on now! It was a joke. It was a it was a special issue. Special what about Spawn? Edition. Where does Spawn yeah, come in? You watch Blade? Uh, <laughs> oh, that actually wait, works. that actually worked. Blade too. No, actually, it's been Thanks. fun though, especially especially the Iron Man stuff because you know mm. Robert Downey's going and all that stuff, Whoa! and just just seeing I don't know some of the poetic. I things. don't know what you're talking about. What? Huh? Spoilers? What? Spoilers? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Spoilers? Kind of cool seeing Robert Downey. Starting the whole thing off and all that good stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to power through. I don't know how far I'm gonna get, but uh, yeah, I'm at Thor. So and then we watched. Uh, Are you gonna watch Thor: The Dark World? 
I still haven't seen I'm that one yet. I'm going to force myself to because I've only seen it once movie, and I cannot remember it at all. Would you like to know why? Because <laughs> it wasn't good? Because <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I need to force myself to watch that one, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I, I could say that about myself. I also need to and no. And that's coming from... Ten minutes of Ragnarok and you got the story. Yeah, that's coming from someone who is a Thor defender. A lot of people didn't like the first Thor, but Kenneth Branagh's oh, I love Thor, Thor, I love yeah. that movie. I can't say I loved the I first did. Thor. I do. You're I mean, dumb. It was it was enjoyable. It wasn't. He great. fought a giant robot. He did fight a giant <laughs> robot. Yeah. All right. So I got to ask this too. We've my my wife started and I kind of jumped in on Handmaid's Tale. We've seen the first episode. Anybody else watching that? No. I did see three girls dressed. I feel like we're like last week. We're talking about. I I did see three women dressed in handmade tail outfits during a protest (laughs) on the courthouse lawn the other day from my office. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. So, Garrick, is it worth is it worth a while? I mean, that first episode's pretty dense. (laughs) They're all dense. So if you like dense. Best recommendation ever. There's no, there's no, nothing to feel good about. Nothing lifts up. Well, wait, Garrick, have you watched Ozarks? Yes, the Ozarks, the first first season. Ozarks Ozarks is pretty dense. How does the density compare? Yeah, oh, this is dense. (laughs) The handmade handmade tale is denser. I would say. Yeah. You talking see, about the Ozarks? Yeah, Ozarks. The I, the know. Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Jason that. Bateman's actually kind of funny. I love that. I can't watch the show because I can't handle the blue tint. The whole show is blue tinted, and tint. it drives yeah. me insane. I, I see that. I can see that now. Yeah, I, and it's on I purpose. Even, it's very <laughs> intentional. But it, I, I kept expecting like a a Wizard of Oz moment where it would suddenly get colorful and lighten up. Uh uh-uh. uh They use mm. the color as part of the oppressive nature of the show, and I'm like. I, to watch it, I would literally have to sit down and adjust like the hue and tint on my television <laughs> to try to make up for what they've done to it. Because I the yeah, story they, intrigues me, but that's why I, yeah. something similar. They make every the backgrounds are all very drab, and I think it's to make the the bright colors that people wear to stick out more, like yeah. the red. Right. So every the backgrounds just all depressing and gray and just like disgusting. Grays and blacks, yeah. So where yeah. you at? Where you at on the headman's telling me? How you just feeling? just the first episode? No, but how you feeling about it? How am I feeling about it? I, like I said, it was dense, so I. And I kind of came in, she had started watching, so I didn't come in right at the beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, I was picking up on stuff and she was like, God, I wish I would have had you watch from the beginning because she's she's like, hey, you pick up on stuff better than, you know, I do. So, so like, I don't know. When I see marketing materials for The Handmaid's Tale, yeah. Handmaid's Tale, okay, this is where I feel like their target market is. Like, although, even all the, like, the critic critiques and articles about it, this is where I see the target market is. And I'm somewhere... Over there. That's where I'm at. I'm I'm way over there. Like, I yeah. feel like I am not only not in the circle, I feel like all the writing is telling me intentionally that I'm not invited to the circle. Like, I feel so really? excluded. I, well, I, I don't, I mean, I can't say that. It could be, it yet. could be just as, remember, th- this would be like me, are, this would be I like guess. me getting my reviews from Twitter, right? Twitter's right. just going to make you feel like the bad well, guy, yeah, no matter right. what I mean, you do. Well, yeah, I mean, no yeah. matter who you are, the critics are going to say, yeah, that it's a politically bent and all that stuff. But if you just, I mean, also it, the lead actress is featured on everything. I could not stand her in the little bit of Mad Men that I watched. Oh, really? I don't know <laughs> hey, anything about her. You get a look her. at the new broad. You get the games on the new but broad. It, She's pretty hot, like that squat little ogre. What? What are we talking it's got about? That one girl from Chuck. Uh, the, you know, the, oh, the the lead the lead and, uh, girl or the sister or what? yeah. No, the lead girl. Lead girl. 
She was in the uh, she was in the uh, the game that game. The Mass Effect. The Mass yeah. Effect two. Two. Yeah. yeah, she's in it. She's a major character. I like her. It's hard like for me. Her. It's hard for yeah. me to she's comment really on it too much because I, I'm not yeah. that far in. So. Well, I haven't seen anything. I'm just I'm going from the outside looking in. It just yeah. doesn't appeal. I, I, I don't know. know. I, to be things, I'll be honest with you. The political bent stuff like that. I don't even know. I don't even know. Other than I saw some people dressed as them at a protest, which I felt kind yeah, of was silly. Well, that's, but that's goofy. I know. It's it's. But I honestly have zero concept of what the bent would even be the, that is insinuated. What, I don't what know. The, what the setting. I'm not, I'm not asking. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to say, what's the political bent, Mike? No, I'm not no, saying I'm let's not, be one I'm of them. I'm not telling like, you what the political bent is. Okay. What I'm telling is you is, plot. from my understanding, is yeah, what the setting is. What the setting is is like a post-apocalyptic America of some sort, there was a war. I think this is what I've gleaned. And like, oh, so it's the show that was on after Walking Dead that Howie and Garrick liked that I hated. I don't know with the with the ninja swords. <laughs> okay, yeah, oh, yeah. But like an ultra, like I, I don't, oh, I don't know if they're. I can't remember the name. It's a fascist religious um, government where men are in border, power and women uh, are just borderlands. Subjugated. Right? No. Yeah, no, basically, a there's a there's a Badlands. there's a class of women Badlands. that are just baby makers, basically. Okay. So well, the, there's other women. A, there's women that are wise, but they're barren. Uh, well, there's that's, a meta, meta plot that, um, like, birth rate has dropped for some reason, and there's there's a very limited amount of women who that can, can actually have get, babies. So okay. the ones that can, can have babies, babies are, the, their are the birthers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, it's an interesting concept, I yeah, guess. So. Sounds fine to me. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's very fascistic, and uh, there's. At least in the first episode, there's not. I, I'm not very deep. So it on, sounds like a show that I could use to escape from reality if reality wasn't what it is right now, and everybody being <laughs> the way they are right now. Yeah, I. Okay, I mean, fair again, I haven't seen it enough to really know if they're trying to make a political statement with the show. I don't know. Maybe Garrett could comment on it. I don't know how far into it you are, but <laughs> it's it's based off of a famous novel. Yeah. And from what I've heard. There's no reason to watch past season one because after that they're just making up the plot and, oh, really? and it just gets darker. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones season six and seven. So yeah, yeah. Just, but if you're keeps, if you're into a, a really into a really depression. dark worldview and uh, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Then uh, go for it. Gotcha. <laughs> well, if, if you like dense, I mean, we have, we already had it explained to us. <laughs> all right, all right. Who's next, Howie? Howard. Okay, so. On my docket of things to do very soon in the next week or two is play uh, a game that uh, I uh, got Overwatch from uh, Borderlands Imager. Really? Uh, yeah. We did the Christmas Damn. thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, How he takes part of the Imager Secret Santa. I, right? the, the gave me, they bought me uh, Cuphead. <gasps> really? Oh man, Literally. that game is impossible. It's it hard. Yeah, and so I am going to partake. Cool. Good luck. Yeah, I don't know how much I'll be playing it, but I'm going to. I have not. I played. give it plus or minus five levels. Plus or minus, five which translates levels. to well, if you like dense, <laughs> if you like hey, hard, hey, Howie, do you like impossible scenarios that are impossible? Well, guess what? Well, I'm your friend, so. <laughs> oh! Oh, Kobe! <laughs> oh, all right, all right, Josh. This guy dunked on. What's what's on what's, what's, what's on your library what's on list? Docket? What's on your library hold <laughs> list? Well, one thing on my docket is that I go back to work like a real American. 
Oh yeah, because you're a teacher and you get like you get like five months off a year or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. and I go back to work. On I'm pretty sure it's uh, eleven months. Off eleven a year. months yeah. a year. Yeah. He works one whole month. Wow! I work when I want to. But he gets to, a month of PTO. That's true. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. you only show up like a day. Yeah, when I do work, I could, yeah, I can just ask off if I want to. But you know, <laughs> it would be probably frowned upon if I asked off most of my days. <laughs> probably, <laughs> only probably. <laughs> but you're tenured. So Where's the matter. art teacher? I don't know. That's <laughs> just art. Art teachers. What are you gonna do? Probably smoking, smoking the pots. <laughs> the pots. Is that what yeah, the art He's hanging out the, at the beatnik do. juice bar. Token the hookah. <laughs> hey, daddy-o. It's a beatnik bar. Yeah. <laughs> that was for Garrett. Yeah. Other than that, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get Corgi to read my uh, script of my graphic novel. Which oh, sounds, you're trying to get me to do it? I thought you were casing the crowd. pretty lame to say out loud, but... but yeah. But that, that's my big uh, agenda item right Your now. Your agenda item is to get me to do that? Yeah. Is it available on the interwebs? Yes, I posted it for okay. you to right. read. But you, did, you, know. you you cased everyone. I was not called out in that instance. <laughs> I uh, I'm taking I'm taking some time off. I'm going to play the role of a teacher uh, and yeah. take some time off. <laughs> so I will have time. I will borrow my tablet that I gave to my daughter back and then do so. Gimme excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yoink. Invited upon. It's three pages. Done. <laughs> Just read it. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. If you like dance. Yeah. If you like dance. You got to say it right. I mean, if you like dance. It has a beginning. all the pages black. What beginning, middle, end. It's called my soul. <laughs> Anyhow, if Garrett. closely, there's one white dot. <laughs> Garrick, what's on your, your, your dockeroos? What's, well, what are you wearing in your, what do you got in your docker pocket? In your dungarees. Uh, you don't want to know. You know what I got in my. Yeah, no, that's true. Anyway, withdrawn. So I I heard this thing that Amazon had picked up this show called The Expanse for yeah. a fourth season because of fan protest outcry. or outcry petitioning. It actually works. So I'm like, oh, I'll check this out. I'll check this Expanse out. It was originally on Sci-Fi, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's originally on Sci-Fi. So I started checking it out, and I pretty I'm through the first season and wow. a few episodes into the second season, and it's good, I guess. There you in, go. In some ways. Yeah. Like, uh, like I try to come I, I, in my head. I try to compare it to Battlestar Galactica and, and hard to do. And, and there's like no contest. I mean, yeah. Battlestar Galactica, probably one of the best sci-fi shows ever made. Yeah. But yeah. if you like that, but it's, a, it's kind of like that, but a lot less dense. Good. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's. I feel like it's more dense than Battlestar, and Battlestar got yeah. pretty heavy-handed at times. There's, yeah, there's, there's less drama in it, I suppose. Yeah, and it, it's, but there, the, the framework of the story is really cool, in my. Yeah, it takes place like hundreds of years in the future, and we've colonized Mars, and uh, we have colonies out in the asteroid belt uh, for humankind. But it's got so far into the future that now Mars has its own government. And they, they're kind of at odds with the Earth government. And, and nobody likes the belters, as they call them. People live on the asteroid belt. Even though they need the asteroid belt to mine, like, precious, like, water and air and minerals and that kind of stuff for them. So it's kind of this, like, uneasy alliance that all three of these factions have together. And then there's this other, like, main meta plot that's going on that gets revealed uh, at the end of season one and then early in season two. That kind of like throws everything on its head. 
So I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the characters are okay. Some of them I really like and some of them I, I don't really care for. But I think yeah, that was my issue. I only, watched, I only watched a couple episodes yeah. back when it first started. Yeah, it's, it's a really slow burn. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, I can see how some of this would be interesting if they cut out the rest of it and I could focus and actually understand the sum of it. Yeah. yeah. It could easily condense season one and two because there's a lot. They're they're trying to advance these characters, but they're not doing a very good job (laughs) developing them because a lot of none of them have changed yet. They're all kind of the same person they started as. Right. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. So, but again, I'm only there's three seasons out now. Amazon's going to release the fourth, I think, next year. So I'll see. Boy, Amazon's Amazon's spending the money. They're spending yeah. it. They got the the Lord of the Rings thing coming. That's such. That's a good thing about all these uh, streaming services. Is if you if a show airs and you like it, like the Orville, they just announced that's going to Hulu. Like I love the Orville. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, but I don't of, feel as excited about that though. Yeah, I know. But the the reason they gave is because you know Seth. Uh, oh, Seth. What's his face? McFarlane. McFarlane. Thank you. Uh, wanted to put more time and effort into making it a better quality show. Yeah. I think they wanted to be more free. They wanted to be more free with the schedule than a network is willing to be. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be a good thing, uh, but it's good that streaming services are there to pick up the shows that everybody loves and the networks are too stupid to care. Yeah. The networks can just continue to be crappy and they're going away too bad. That couldn't, they couldn't have been around for firefly. I know, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And it's almost too late. It's almost too late to reboot it now. Continue yeah. it because they're all old and stuff. Firefly Next Generation. And doing, and doing other things. Firefly Next face. Generation. All right. Who's the cast <laughs> of Firefly Next Generation? River is a robot. robot. Play, still oh. played by Summer Glau, who probably still looks like a 14 year old. Yeah, she's probably still. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Patrick uh, Stewart is John Luke Picard. That's true. I'm liking universe. it. I'm liking it. Yep. Yep. And uh, data is CG. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Wait, this he's Washburn Jr. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Right, with we're it. done. Wash impregnated his wife before. Oh, is that a spoiler? Yeah, he dies. Printed it. Yeah, I think it's okay to say that Wash dies at this point. Wash is now okay. a leaf. Mm-hmm. He's in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, Garrick. How do Reavers clean their clothes? Or how do how do reavers clean the clean their clean their ships? I don't know, Corey. They run how them through they... the wash. No! <laughs> <laughs> Time for some news. I get it. Because Wash is the guy. He got he got ran through. And he got ran he got stabbed. They, the they ran their ship through him. Well, right boys, through him. right right through the middle. You guys ready for some news? They ran him right through. <laughs> I'm ready for some news. Howie's ready. You are? <laughs> yeah. Who's, you know who's in the news this week? Who? Everybody's what? favorite. Jack. Huh? Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the news this week, he is Kevin Smithing all over the rise of Skywalker. So oh, guys, gross. guys, guys, no, for real, guys. <laughs> I was on the set and I was like, like, I cried. <laughs> Like I had tears in my eyes. That came out. Now I want. I want. I want to be. I want it to be said that I have not read anything. I've not. I didn't even know we were talking about Kevin Smith tonight. All right. But I am betting that he said he cried. (laughs) I'll tell you what he said. If he didn't say he cried, it's still implied. (laughs) Well, he was. uh, I'll just read it. Here, here we go. 
there Wait, was well, a, give us a source here. Who are you reading it from? Uh, cinnamon blend. Cin- 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 cinnamon blend. Ah, there we go. <laughs> cinnamon buns. There was a scuttlebutt about a set there at Pinewood. <laughs> a, big, a big set that they were like, you have to see this. When you see it, it will melt your mind. I was like, what is Whoa. it? I don't know if I want my mind melted. They're like, ask JJ. And so I asked JJ and I was like, they keep telling me I should see the set. He goes, don't. I said, why? He said, it's the last shot of the movie. So I was like, well, now I really have to see it. He said, yeah, (laughs) you don't want to be spoiled. You don't. And then I said, but what if I cry? (laughs) You want to see this in the theater when this happens? Trust me. And then other people on the crew were like, bro. I wish Dude. I hadn't seen it. I'm oh, glad I did, but it will melt life. your mind. Ooh, and then so, he cried. Yeah, and then he cried. So Prepare anyway. to be whelmed. Skywalker <laughs> <laughs> from the planet Vulcan? So, well, here's the thing. It's not just Kevin Smith saying this. There are some people, there's some chat and chatter and all this stuff that the last scene of this movie is just it's gonna it's gonna melt minds and melt faces and it's gonna be so unexpected Borgs everywhere <laughs> they all, they, they discover earth and they mm-hmm. are crow magnon man <laughs> wait oh, that's wait. already been done yeah wait we already covered Battlestar, didn't we look guys yeah. i'm trying to grasp on anything here that can make me again. happy give me the warm fuzzies <laughs> It's not really happening, but I'm trying. They're all going to be wearing Snuggies at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I'm fine with it. (laughs) They got Coco on the couch together. They found found the time crystal, and it reverses back to the beginning of episode four. We've defeated the entirety of the First Order, but look what happens when I put my Jedi robe on backwards. (laughs) (laughs) It's a slanket. And then they they sing Criss Cross makes you want to jump. Yeah. Yeah. And then they freeze frame while they're all in the air like an old Toyota commercial. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> or that. Or the Breakfast Club. That's fine. That, is, that would There's blow just my one mind. person that doesn't jump, just sticks their fist in the air. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like so Bender. anyway, yeah, Kevin Smith tweaking on it. I guess if you are a big trusting soul. I'm not. In not the, Kevin Smith. You are yeah, a Kevin, Kevin Smith Smith is fan. never, never exaggerated to me before. <laughs> Ever? Oh wait, no. Every single time he's talked about. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. But he yeah, lost he did. a lot of weight and he's looking good now. So yeah, maybe he does get a heart good. attack. Oh yeah, I got his story, dude. It. His story is pretty cool, and I do like the fact that he has mellowed a little bit. But <laughs> he, I still don't look at him as a trustworthy source. Is the guy who just walks around and, and just I know my you know. job is to go around and cry at everything. Again, yeah. the only thing I bring, <laughs> the only reason I bring it up is that there's been a few sources out there saying the same thing that there's going to be this mind melting moment at the end of the movie. So I don't Why know. Would they save it for the end. I, I, mind melting. I, I, it's going to be. It's going to be cheer at closing a braille book and going. <laughs> and that's how it went. No. Wait, he's still alive. <laughs> In yes. my mind, okay. So what I want he it lives. to be is this this moment where you're just like, oh, and it brings all the trilogies and the movies together. But in reality, I'm thinking it's going to be a bunch of force ghosts sitting around slapping <laughs> yeah. each other on the back, you know. Yep. Hey, you doing? Drinking a beer. Hey. Ewoks are dancing <laughs> while they play Brazilian pan flute music. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's the worst music. It's, it's, oh, it's a set no, that gives it best. away, though. The set gave it away, the apparently. Set gives it away. It's a tune. I don't know. What? Spoilers. Spoilers. It's the Millennium Falcon in flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's going down. 
Not the Falcon. The That's Falcon. That's my favorite character. The Falcon, my friend. It's done. It's over. It's all over. Mm. I I choose not to guess what it is because eventually I will stumble upon something in my brain that after seeing the movie, I will think, <laughs> you know, that thing that I stumbled upon in my brain would have been better. Yeah. Um, but no, I yeah. because you're, you're, you're like remember, sitting and stewing on actually gonna, right. I'll think of 500 it's, different things. And one of them afterwards, I will go, oh, it could have been it's better. A long, I'm good at this. But there, you know, do you remember it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So <laughs> it's got to play into that. Well, so I, she comes to Earth. Yep. Earth. Earth. Oh! Earth. You actually see the she Statue of Liberty sticking up out of out of. Oh, it really wasn't a long time ago. It was oh, like no, yesterday. It was like yesteryear. You uh, damn dirty sin. Actually, Ray yeah. is the birth of you Earth. Blew it up. Mm-hmm. She births what? Earth. Hot damn! Oh, I'm getting deep. That's, I'm getting deep. That's on a that. interesting ending. I'm getting really dense. Now you find out that the entire Star Wars galaxy is inside a marble on a cat's uh, a cat's collar. Oh yeah. yeah. So it really wasn't that far away at all. No, no. Well, and if it's you like across town. I mean, it's a hike. Although. <laughs> And if you can't yeah. tell, nobody here is jaded about not Star Wars at all. Not at all. People who no. are obsessed with Star Wars. We're not even not even technically a Star Wars podcast. And how he still showed up in a Star Wars shirt tonight. Oh uh, no. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I usually my, I myself. I myself. Yeah. How, many, how many times can I incorporate uh, obscure quotes from the Hudsucker Proxy night? Oh, I'm wearing a Bill and Ted it. shirt. Yeah, Bill and Ted, baby. I, I, I just, I just figured out what it is. Mickey Mouse shows up. Oh, there it is. And you're at Galaxy's Edge oh. in Walt Disney World, and you realize that the entire movie was Took just... Took place inside the park. <laughs> yeah, inside the park. It's just a one-long commercial. And it was one long commercial for the... For the, uh, for the uh, uh, yeah, the last uh, shot, everybody's dead. Someone's standing there with a lightsaber. There's smoke rising from the ground. The camera pans out, and there's just a girl holding a balloon, like, shocked and horrified. <laughs> <laughs> and her dad's pounding a $40 cocktail. What? Huh? huh? Let's see. Time to go home. There you go. <laughs> All right. Star Wars news for you. Oh, hey. Moving on. Brandon. Now the Brandon Brandon Routh is in the news. Now, do you Man, guys know who, guy. you guys know who the Brandon Routh Brandon is? Brandon Routh, he played the Superman. He was the Superman. And he, and he played yeah, he played he played the not Iron Man. D- in one of the evil exes. The DC Iron Man. <laughs> okay. In, in the uh in the Legends of Tomorrow show. Mm. Yeah. That's the Adam. Uh, yes, the, that's what I said. Not Iron Man. That's what I said. Then so not, yes, but he can super. He can go go small. I'm sorry, big. not Iron Ant Man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So Brandon <laughs> Routh, most known for his role in uh, Superman Returns, the Brian Singer Superman wasn't one supposed and two to be sequel. a sequel. The but one that they kept saying wasn't a sequel. Yeah, wasn't a was sequel, a sequel, and then it absolutely <laughs> and was. Don't forget Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Nope. And, uh, I actually, Legends I know a lot tomorrow. of people don't like the movie. I actually enjoyed it. I like Thank Scott. You. It has its problems. I like Scott That's Pilgrim. That's the best movie ever Not made. Not Scott my, Pilgrim. I'm my talking brain about has to be Superman running Returns. optimally to watch Scott uh, Pilgrim. Otherwise, all the noise. talking about Scott is Pilgrim. amazing. No, I love Superman Returns. Talking about Brandon Routh, man. I know and, that guy. Uh, so he's in the news this Superman, week right? uh, for uh, a new Superman thing. That just popped what? up. So I guess at uh, San Diego Comic Con this past Taking week, as Henry we Cavill? record, uh, no, he's not. He's not coming in for that. He's it's going to be more like the Arrowverse. No, <laughs> he's, not gonna be, he's not going to be. He's not going to be the happen. DC cinematic universe. But they already have a Superman. He's already in there. 
They're okay, so they're gonna be they're gonna do this big uh crossover thing. But they've been doing that. Again? I understand they're doing it again. And there, again, again, there's going to be multiple like Superman. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, oh, this actually has precedence because in the last big crossover event they did, uh, in okay, in the what in the late eighties, ninety, early nineties, John Wesley Ship was the Flash on the Flash TV series, and yes, I love right, that show. Right, right, right. Which and that show this. made me a big fan of the Flash. Right. Okay. So in the new series, they had John Wesley Ship Ship play uh, Barry Allen's dad, Henry Allen. Okay. And, and then, Garrick. but then they made him from another from another Earth. He was uh, Jay Garrick, the Flash. Mm-hmm. But then in the latest crossover event, they have this big thing where there you see him crawling up. All these dudes are dead or whatever. And the big teaser is, and it's John Wesley Ship wearing the Flash outfit from the TV then, series. Yes, right. And yeah, and so he is actually not only is he Henry Allen and Jay Garrick on another Earth. On another Earth, he's Barry Allen. Which is that would theoretically be a the earth, earth that the other right. series was in. And I'm like <gasps> touching myself everywhere <laughs> so erogenously. They, they are going to be doing a similar event. Yes. And uh, apparently at San Diego Comic Con, Brandon Routh stood up and pulled open his shirt to reveal <laughs> a Kingdom Come Superman t shirt. Don't, oh, don't, don't, do do don't you do it! Don't you do it! I got no place out to go! They're gonna destroy that. There's no way they could do that on a TV show. My brain They're just melted. How, if Mike would have said, I'm gonna melt your brain with some CW bullcrap tonight, I'd have been like, nah. <laughs> No, you're not. Alex and then Ross you started saying, all- Brandon Routh is in multiple Superman. So I'm like, oh, and, oh. Good. and then you said, Kingdom Come. And now my brains <laughs> are on the floor. Now, by my dripping these are These are all rumors right now. I, some people are saying that it was specific. So it's probably maybe the Kingdom Come Superman's going to be brought into the Arrowverse. And Brandon and- Routh is not old enough, but that is still no. awesome. Uh, they could, I mean, he's older than he was. He's 10 years older than he I was. I know, but like, dude, Superman King to Come was like, I know, I get it. Like gray yes, hair, I know. Right. 50s or 60s. Yeah. I know. Who, who knows how they'll do this? But, um, so, and, and, but the Superman that's been established in the Airverse on Supergirl mm-hmm. and has done mm-hmm. crossover work, he's going to be there too. Yeah, good, yeah, good. So, I like him. I, he, I didn't, at first, good. he grew on me hardcore. Yeah, he's, really? yeah, I think yeah, he's a good I, I do like him. In the last crossover, I thought he was really cool. He's better than Henry Cavill. I'll give him that. <laughs> Henry Cavill would have been fine if he had been directed by a competent and scripted by a competent. Two different that's, universes. That's probably true. Actually, and if his lip hadn't been CG. <laughs> actually, it's funny you bring up uh, Henry Cavill. I actually liked Henry Cavill in Man of Steel. I didn't like Man of Steel that much, but I liked him yeah. in it quite a bit. I, d- I didn't. I didn't mind him. I agree with you 100. percent Had the story been better, I, uh, my problem with Man of Steel and Bats and Soups, honestly, is mostly the action. Yeah, uh, the writing in Bats and Soup was awful, but yeah, Man of oh, Steel. Also, I, just don't forget, like everybody does, that Justice League also happened. Yeah, I know. but well, it no. didn't matter because it was dumb. Actually, <laughs> I like. Actually, I didn't mind Justice League. Uh, I know you guys so hated it, but so yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. I don't hate it like Bats versus Soups, but it's completely Bats and Soups was terrible writing. But Man of Steel, there was a story there. It's just the action was just I, I just couldn't watch it. It was so just over the top. Awful. I'm just like, they oh my too lord. Much. Yeah, they did. Way too much. That Way someone too much. forgot to tell that whole group that actually there's some really great dialogue in DC comics and it's okay to have the heroes standing around talking <laughs> right. sometimes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So anyway, this is kind of interesting news, and I am kind of excited to oh see Brandon Ralph anything down. that even scrapes in it even, like even if it's just a nod to Kingdom Come that melts my brain sure. but if they actually 
do any type of delving into that story. Uh, well, some people are theorizing yeah, it might not necessarily be the Kingdom Come version. Maybe he's going to bring his Superman Returns version. That, Who knows? That's fine. Who too. knows? I, I, anyway, you know what, Mike, do you, know, or do you know about Kingdom Come? I do. Okay. I actually, I recently started reading it. Oh, recently? <laughs> really? nice. I've never, I've never read it before. Wow. I, I've got a basic, you know, synopsis. That was the but, first series that I ever read. Yeah, the first, Com- the, the first, first really? the first compilation series yes. I ever read. Because our our uh, late great comic artist friend Jeremy well, Dale this was in high school. Oh, you read me. in high school from mm-hmm. you. I read yes. Jeremy's copy uh, in college, uh, and I was reading through it. And it, it's, yeah, me yeah, too. It's the <laughs> Book of Revelation happening in DC is what it essentially is, and I have a big soft spot for it because it was done very very well. Alex uh, Ross, Alex Ross, Alex Ross. Ross. I was, I was it's watercolored and it is is gorgeous, unbelievable. That, that's the gorgeous. thing. See, I going into that. I mean, I was interested in the story. Mm-hmm. I had no idea Alex Ross uh, was the artist on yeah. it. Oh, so yeah. when I, that was kind of a neat little surprise oh, when yeah. I started. You know, digging I went, in. So. They had an Alex Ross booth at the Chicago celebrate at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, and there's this guy sitting on a stool by himself, and like someone else is up at a table, and he's sitting on a stool in the middle of the booth by himself, looking really dour. And I walked up to him like. Are you Alex Ross? And he goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, sorry, I'm sorry. You're 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 sitting in a stool. You look somewhat featured. And he's like, no. He, I guess he's busy. Whatever. Aww. I've since seen what Alex Ross looks like, and this guy was not Alex not Ross at all. Okay, but I realized at that point that I've been a fan of Alex Ross for a long time. Had no idea what he looked like. <laughs> Here's the thing: they don't let people put that amount of time into making comic books. Yeah, and yeah. so I don't, I don't know the history there, or if it was just like, oh, it's Alex Ross, and you want to do this? Sure. Yeah, it's a passion like, project to, for Alex. To Ross. put that amount of time to paint each of those individual pages is pretty unheard of in the comic book world really? in terms of so, what you normally yeah. see. Like it's just out of this world. It is. He did a he did a similar one. Well not similar, but kind of a, a Marvel version called Marvel, which is really good. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah. I uh, just jumped on Google and I was Googling Alex Ross because I wanted to see him. Apparently he just today's the twenty yesterday. Died. Uh, no. <laughs> Yesterday, as we record, I Alex, come across this table. Mike's Alex, and all. sorry. Listen, Alex Ross draws Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman for Crisis Infinite Earth. Oh, so he, he just, Crisis he on just, Infinite Earth. He just sketched oh, it. He just sketched it. So maybe I should get back into the. You can Google this. We already did Crisis on Infinite Earth, or, or no? Or they've been building toward it. I think they've, they've yeah, been building. They're building. You're right. They've been building toward it. Oh man! So anyway, you can see Alex Ross' version of Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman. <laughs> it's kind of cool looking. <laughs> I didn't think this would work, but it's working on me hard. <laughs> Neat, neato. Yeah, man. Awesome, good stuff. Exciting. So if you are a Superman fan, stay tuned. All right, back to Marvel. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, Marvel! I like Marvel. You guys, Blade fans. You guys, fan, oh, fans yeah, of the Blade. Yeah, sure. I loved it when Chris, I loved that that Chris Marvel Christopherson that Marvel team yeah. up movie with Blade and Deadpool <laughs> called Blade Trinity. <laughs> Blade, oh yeah, it was De- Blade Deadpool. That's right. Deadpool's in Blade, there. Deadpool and the hot girl from and the that hot one. girl from the Seven <laughs> Sister <laughs> Samurai show. Whatever that the it was called. guy the was married se- to the right? Seven Her Seventh Systems Heavens that Samurai that, that person. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Blade. Stephen so, Dorf, right? That's the one. Yeah, Stephen Dorf. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, Blade. Dorf was awesome. 
uh, at San Diego Comic Con this week is getting his own movie. Deacon Frost. Into the uh, yeah. into the MCU goes Blade, Blade. is actually going in Phase Four. It is going into Phase Four. No way. And they've just announced the actor. Wesley Wesley Snipes. Not Wesley Snipes, unfortunately. I don't want to see it. I've been all for it. it. I was upset until I saw who it was. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to get ready from the button because I'm going to mispronounce. All right. (laughs) Okay. Taco. (laughs) Mahershala. It's uh, Mahershala. Is that? Ali Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Ali. Who okay. Oh, you will know him Wait from Cottonmouth. <gasps> he is most well. You, I first, my first exposure to him was um, House of Cards. Oh yeah, you know who it is. You see, you see who I'm talking about. Yeah, no, he was showing me a picture. Of Alex Ross. Superman. Wait, he's already oh. in the MCU. <laughs> yes, that dude yes. is awesome. Yes. I and love that guy. Actually, most recently he was in uh, the uh, Spider Verse. He was in uh, the Spider Man. Oh yeah, he was the, he was the right. uncle. Wasn't yeah, he? Pr- he was the uncle. Uh, yeah, his voice. Yeah. His, his voice resonates. Yeah, he's my got wife, the look my too, wife, man. My wife's got a little bit of a he's crush got on the him. Look. He's, not he's a good looking dude. He is a good looking. I dude. gotta admit, I might have a little bit of crush on him. <laughs> but he was already in Luke Cage. <laughs> he was, he was in Luke on? Cage, but. Dude, Does they don't count anymore. They don't count. Actually, they've. I think they formally announced this past week that that the Netflix Marvel is not part of the MCU. Even though oh, they totally reference the MCU events, they do. Oh, yeah. They do, oh, but my. it is officially not part of it anymore. So, yeah. oh, that's sad. Yes, you're right. He was in Luke Cage. You're right. But, okay, uh, I've never seen that dude do action. So I am. Yeah, he looks B A. <laughs> he does. He's got the look. I'm telling you. He's yeah. got the look. I mean, he's I as snobby oh, as you can actually, get, really. Garrick, he was an Alita, too. So, and actually, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Alita. He kind of had that look in Alita. He wasn't an action <laughs> hero or an action person in, in Josh Alita. Is still, Josh guy. is still on the wait list at the library. <laughs> he's a we'll guy, he was a guy who kept getting possessed by the main bad yes, guy. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing him do action. Because yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him do any no, action. No, me either. He's Other a good, than the little bit of that cotton mound, a little tiny bit. Like I said, my first exposure to him was in House of Cards, which and his, I think mine too. His been. role there was very dialogue heavy. Oh, so yeah. he's, and he's he, a good actor, oh, man. Yeah. He's got oh, the yeah, chops. Yeah, that's good so. casting. Yes, it is. I mean, especially if they didn't want to stray too far from the Snipes formula. Right. But they still wanted someone legit, not just a, here's someone we found that looks like Wesley Snipes. Like, he's right. both. He's both. Yes. He, yes, got the chops, got the look. He's taller than Wesley Snipes, too. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> take much. Yeah. So enough. So, yes, Blade part of the MCU. I like that, that. That first Blade movie was is like uh, up there on the top of my favorite superhero movies. I've I, never, I've I never love, seen Blade. Never seen it. Wow. You've never oh, seen Blade? So well, not. I'm, I'm interested now. I want to see him. see the so. first one. The oh, second, the second, oh but there one. is, con- I will say this, there is controversy over this because it is not going to be a rated R movie. It's going to be a... Uh, how can you do it without being saying rated R? It's going to be a hard PG-13. I mean, uh, you could if you don't have as no. much blood and dismemberment, I guess. But I mean, Blade's They're whole vampires. thing. The dude's named Blade. He cuts people. I, I mean, know. he fights vampires. I feel if, you. If, the, if everything that gets killed is like a weird vampire that doesn't look like a person and the blood isn't red, they can still go. Well, back in the first Blade yeah, movie, when blood. he killed the vampire, they just turned into dust. Yeah, that's true. So I guess they could. There was a lot of blood in that blood. second one, though. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> the first one, they literally are like partying under blood 
geysers. Yeah, coming that's out true. Of the that's true. It's <laughs> like it's the Matrix. Red. It's the Matrix Revolutions orgy scene, but with blood. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> First movie is like legit good. Now you've got the MCU, which kind of has ruined you for Marvel for comic movies. Right. So you have to go back in time before even like when basically X Men One and Spider even was it before X Men and Spider Man Blade? Yeah, it was nineties, yeah. yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, before any of these existed, and think how could someone on a low budget make a legit movie from this comic book and, and just approach it as like an action movie. Right. But I got to say, I mean, the contrast between Chris Christopherson and Wesley Snipes is wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, it like they, they, they're complete to opposites. They barely get along, but they love each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> the second movie is, um, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> have you ever eaten dog shit? <laughs> but then they realized that and so the third movie they said let's get the guy who's going to play deadpool in a, several different properties in the future and bring him into our movie to lighten it up and also and a that, hot chick and that, how about that girl from seventh heaven yeah. what she did yeah. oh, beal oh jessica beal jessica beal Yep. She's the one who was the older sister on Seventh guy. Heaven, but was technically younger than the younger sister in real life. What? I don't even care. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't matter. Either way, uh, she was, was she funny. was she was enjoyable in it, but Ryan Reynolds actually brought a lot of levity, which made Blade His Trinity pretty Hannibal. enjoyable. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, he was Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, Blade Trinity is actually pretty enjoyable. I won't that call it a good Dracula movie, but it's really it. enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right, uh, hard PG thirteen. You know, if they do the Ash thing, I think that works. Yeah, dust them, dust them. Yeah. I'm gonna have to brush up on my That's blade because I have no idea, man. Dude, it's easy. It's easy. Those are Lamagra, popcorn. Man. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna add it to my docket. The Blood God, Le Magra. Yep. Well, boys, that's all I had for news. Oh my gosh, it's time for the Porkins by the week. What? Maybe I'll actually get one. Holy cow. I don't know if y'all know this, but you know how you talking about the last Starfighter tonight? Yeah. Yep. You know the dude what directed the last Starfighter? I do. He directed a few other things. Yeah. What? But who cares? What's important is that he plays Michael Myers in the 2018 <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> that's true. And he'll be playing Michael Myers in the next Halloween movie that's coming out Ooh. this year, next year, or something like that. Oh, man. Oh, dude, Michael Myers now. Never too old for Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's an actor, too. He's been in a few things. Most of the stuff he's been in is his own movies. The whole yeah, thing no, that, that he's funny? just like, like, I'm like, what does he just have, like, broad shoulders? <laughs> so they're like, you know, hey, hey, hey. Put on the Shatner mask. Come here. Yeah. You're not scary enough. We need Shatner. I don't know. I was just, I mean, I was going by, have a meeting with, no, 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 no. Come over here. Try these coveralls on. You look, you got the right body type. I think you can do it. I haven't acted in a while. You don't have to act. Hold the knife. Look, it look imposing. It's fine. We're going to shoot at you. Just like fall over and then disappear. Okay. Got it. I like Halloween, but I, the concept is dumb. Why does Michael Myers have an old man beard belly? I don't get it. Cause he's old. Oh, that's true. He would be old. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was in the last one. What is it? Halloween. How many times have to kill him? Is he a zombie? Well, How does that movie work? Okay. Well, he's a psycho, but like he's. No, he, but that doesn't keep you alive from being stabbed to death. No, but it might like make you not feel pain. And, and I don't know. Um, Halloween has been, it is the weirdest property in the sense that it has not, it's not necessarily rebooted. 
It's just that the sequels keep ignoring the other sequels. <laughs> they just keep going. They just keep going. All right, no, but this one's a sequel to the original. It's and then the Halloween multiverse. And then the next one is, okay, this one's a sequel, but not to the last one. This is a sequel to part two, which was a sequel to the original as well. And they go, okay, you know what? Now we want to do another sequel, but it's to the original, not the last ones that we did that have all the same characters in them. Like, I like Halloween H20. I'm, I'm one of those people, but I still have space. No, that was not the in space uh, Halloween. That was that was when they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis the first time they brought her back. I think. Uh, so he never goes first. to space. My think he did. I think he did. That was Leprechaun. Okay. No, uh, there. Yeah, Leprechaun went to space. I'm pretty sure Michael Myers. Don't want to watch it too. unless they're in space at some. Because like he got like cyborged out. Like something happened, and I don't remember. I haven't seen all of them, but I do want to see them. Into a Terminator. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that's what happened. And then they got Linda Hamilton back to beat him up. Sweet. <laughs> How are you guys feeling about that new Terminator? Huh? I haven't seen I'm it. Uh, yeah. I'm always up for Terminators. Yeah. You know, but I'm on. Uh, right. It doesn't matter because time for what we're doing tonight. Oh, yeah. Tonight. Tonight we are talking about the greatest cinematic event <laughs> of all time. time. <laughs> the last starfighter. The best starfighter. The best and the last. By, def- by the default, first or the, the middle. <laughs> the last starfighter. All right. Before we decided to do this episode. Yes. When was the last time you watched The Last Starfighter, Michael? Earlier this afternoon? No, before we <laughs> oh, decided before. <laughs> to do the episode. Oh, uh, it's it's been a few years. Actually, I have it. <laughs> well, this this maybe will date me. Yeah. I have it on HD DVD. Yep. As do <laughs> oh, I. So, man, I miss what, that 10 years that. ago now? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe 10 years. Yeah. Howie? Can you still play those? I have an HD DVD player right over I here. I have, so do I. You have the HD DVD and attachment. I still swear right. it's, be- it's a better picture than the Blu-ray. I love I HD DVD, and it is still a tragedy that they bribed uh, whatever Warner Brothers on the plane on the way to come to Earth. Uh, <laughs> you guys just yes. picked the wrong. You guys picked the Betamax. I'm just saying. We did, and it was superior, just, just like, like Betamax, Betamax. <laughs> apparently was. Uh, but three months ago. Oh, not that long ago at all. No, not that long ago at all. Josh, I was lucky. I think it was high school. Yeah. Yeah. Garrick? Apparently never. (laughs) Wow. wow. See, I'm not surprised because you guys are younger than me. Dude, are you kidding me? I watched it last year. I love this movie. I own it on I own it on DVD. I own it on H D V D and I own it on Blu-ray. And I had it on VHS before that. But not Betamax? No, we never owned a Betamax. <laughs> not a Betamax. Oh, You're man. not a true fan. A VC effing R. <laughs> Anyhow. I love Last Starfighter. It was one of the first properties that me and my dad bonded on, where it wasn't like a kid's thing. I mean, my dad you know, and I. We used to do, no, me and my dad. Thank uh, you. Indiana Jones, like Temple of Doom. Like he really loved it, but I think he really liked that we really liked it, me and my sister. But the Last Starfighter. My sister and I. My, 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 the Last Starfighter, uh, me and my dad. Would sit and watch but this. Stop it! You just it was it was it was it was me and him <laughs> on a couch right next to each other. Me and then him, me and him, me and my dad 
on the, and, and we, <laughs> and we really bonded on this movie and actually mentioned him that we were doing the show and he goes, Oh, that's a great movie. I said, do you, uh, I asked him, I said, I'm assuming you saw that before I did, you know, because uh, me and my dad, we go to movies all the time later <laughs> in life. Howie's wiping tears from his face <laughs> right know. now. I'm trying not to look at him cause I don't want to break. <laughs> Um, we used to, I mean, him and I would go see movies and stuff like that, but, oh crap, I, I forgot to keep it going. Oh, you did it right oh, this I said time. Him and, no, I said him and I instead of he and I, so I'm still kind of uh, right yes, okay. But I, I asked him, the I said, King do you remember me? the first time you saw the movie? And he's like, ah. he, he legit couldn't, I mean, we're talking a long time. The movie came out in 84. 84. Um, but it might have been that first time he's, we this owned it on VHS. He must've seen it before we got it on VHS. Yeah. Cause we didn't just go out and buy movies that we hadn't seen before. That was sure. too risky. They were too expensive. Right. Um, now you just buy them up. Yeah. Yeah. And I just gobble them right up. The $5 dollar He couldn't remember, but he was like, he was like, he was really excited that we were talking about last starfighter. And I'm like, it doesn't mean you should start listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's be perfectly clear. <laughs> Which, even, well, if, even if you're in the car, if mom hears it, you're in trouble, pal. And man, I'm in more trouble, so let's just pass right. Do your parents ever ask, always forget what the name of your podcast is, and then they ask you? No, they still, yeah, they've never known. They've never been able uh, to retain it. It's I always like, say, um, it's uh, This American Life is the name <laughs> but, but of the podcast I'm on. My mother, it's like after I graduated, my mother used to always introduce me to people saying that I did Second City, whatever that means, even though I would be like, not really, though. I mean, if they know anything about it, let's not just, let's not say that. And now it's, oh, and he has a podcast. It's like a Star Wars thing. That's how it always gets introduced there. But like, she likes to work that in. It's like, he's not just working some lame day job. You know? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, but yeah. Uh, That's funny because my parents rarely ever talk about it. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Which I, uh, I love. I would prefer that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a thing that I do. And my parents have no idea that I do this. People, people. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps it on the DL. <laughs> people ask, them, oh, you do a podcast? What's it about? I know. I'm like, I don't want to talk about and it I, with and you. I always go, I just go, nerd stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just nerdy stuff, nerd mostly. Stuff. Just actually, just before we started recording tonight, I was uh, the neighbors were over checking out our kitchen layout because they're redoing their stuff. And so my wife brought them over to to look at what Weird. we'd done to ours. And they're Weird. they're sitting there talking. I'm like, well, guys, I'm sorry. I got to I got to nerd out on you. Got to go down and record a thing. And they're like, oh, you're doing the podcast. What are you doing? I'm like, we're talking about Last Starfighter tonight. Oh, I bet the boys would listen to that. He's talking about, you know, my children are into the things that you're into. <laughs> and I said, you might want to give them a couple years. I don't know if you saw that frou-frou cooler that that guy just carried down there, but it's full of beer just to give you some idea where things are going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the fruit. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. I do. The Two weeks burger. in a row. Yep. All right. Before we jump into this, into the Starfighter, I want to go back to 1984 and I want to paint you. I want to paint you a picture of the landscape that this movie was released under. Okay. 1984. 1984, in my opinion, is one of the greatest years for movies ever. I'm going to name some of these movies. I know, right? Drop some knowledge bombs. Here we go. Beverly Hills Cop. Ghostbusters. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Gremlins. The Karate Kid. Police Academy. Yep. Romancing the Stone. Purple Rain. I'll pass on Purple Revenge of the Nerds. He asked, Eric. Red Dawn. The Terminator. Friday the 13th, final chapter. Last Starfighter, of course. 
Uh, Cannonball Run 2, by the Ooh. way. Maybe Jason went to space. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't Mike Myers. Muppet Steak Manhattan. Oh. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. The first one, the really? First one? Yeah, the first one. I thought that no, came out in 82. Nope, 84. Um, and a couple other. Johnny Dangerously. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. Vestiges. Yeah. And personal favorite of ours, Supergirl came out that year, Heck man. Yeah, it did. Ah, so I'm sure so that was the year was of year some movies? pretty good movies. These was, uh, there's amazing movies. These are the movies that this is like the heyday of Spielberg and yes, Donner and right. all these just Jeffrey? mega makers. Not Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. This is, just, this is just one of those magical years where just movies that are just timeless that everybody just has seen and know and, and everything else. And yes, it's like it's Gremlins. A great year. Yes, like Gremlins. I like love Gremlins, but I wouldn't call it timeless. <laughs> I love it so much. As do I. Come on. Corey Feldman was dressed as a Christmas tree. That's right. He delivered trees by just getting inside of them. That's comedy and <laughs> horror <laughs> and Christmas. <That's> <laughs> Christmas. So this was a great time for movies, man. This is this is what a time to be alive. Post Jaws, post Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it's kind of oh, kind of the heyday, yeah. really. It was the golden age of cinema. I would say, you know, like cinema. where like our parents would be like, you know, oh, there's a John Wayne marathon on. <laughs> well, clear my schedule. <laughs> you know, and you look at these movies and you're like, these are terrible. And he was a terrible actor almost all the time. I don't know <laughs> what y'all were thinking. He's the same person in every movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the hell I won't. I, uh, or the hell I'm not. I don't remember the quote. Hell Grum. actually puts the mic in his yeah. mouth and goes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what John Wayne sounds like. A little, little like. bit of John yeah. Wayne pat me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hit ya. I'm not gonna hit ya. Hell, that's every movie. Yeah. Every John Wayne movie. Yeah. yeah, Mr. McClintock. No, I. Uh, I, I remember when my, he was Genghis Khan. Remember that? We're all trying to forget that, Garrick. <laughs> that blemish on our nation's I'm history. Genghis Khan. Look at me, be Asian pilgrim. Oh, I, I'm gonna go over there and take over China. <laughs> I like Garrick's impression. <laughs> I'm going to go and take over China. Nailed it. First try. First try. You can tell I'm... I'm okay. That was beautiful. Still better than what was in the actual movie. That's true. Saying. That is true. I, uh, yeah, I, that was... 84 was good. <laughs> you were making a point. I don't remember what it was. I Our really... parents will clear oh, their schedule. They were like, you know, the, the movies that they were into at the time. I mean, even some of the things that were regarded when we were kids as timeless classics are now they're losing their classic sheen. They're becoming just timed old, you know, dated. Like um, Casablanca. I, I would say Casablanca is one of them. I would say that, uh, uh, in Citizen my opinion, yeah, I mean, Capra was weird front to back, which is what makes the Hudsucker Proxy so great, so because good. it was very much the Coen Brothers Capra film. But um, he was weird. But uh, I would say, like, uh, 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 what's the uh, what's Gone with the Wind? 
That movie's terrible. I want to You're grab so many people. Right. I want to <laughs> grab <laughs> what is her name? I actually like Vivian Leigh. I want to grab Citizen Vivian Lee and slap the annoying out of her. That film is one of the worst things that you could subject me to. I can't stand. It's, a, it's like six hours long too. It's yeah. Terrible. And, and it's just her being so whiny the whole time. And, and it, to me, it doesn't hold up. Her, her style of acting doesn't hold up because it doesn't reflect anything that I would consider remotely real. But um, at the same time, we look at these films and be like, Oh my God, 1984, these movies were just jaw droppingly amazing. I don't know how much our kids would agree. They're original. Yeah, no, pr- probably not. Not too much. I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, some, my kid loves Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some, but uh, I mean, even Last Starfighter, as much as we love it, I mean, going back and watching it again. It's hard. You're thinking, I don't know if I could sell this to a new generation. No, absolutely not. My, mm-hmm. my kids would not enjoy that at all. I don't but, know. I don't know if my kid would or not. Temple, I mean, of, Temple of Doom. Temple of, my oh, my kid kids loves Temple my of Doom. My kids love Temple of Doom. So, yeah. yeah. But 84, big year for movies. Thankfully, some of them are at least so far timeless. Yes. But The Last Starfighter. So Last Starfighter, right? So mm-hmm. um, uh, writer yeah. Jonathan Butel. Or Betul. Betul. Betul, of course. So it's kind of his brainchild. This was um, uh, basically he described it as um, the idea he had was kind of like sword in the stone. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. They Reference that in the movie, even. Oh, does he? I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, up to your old Excalibur tricks again, are we, Centauri? Oh, yeah, you're right. And he goes, talks okay. about it, and he goes, and besides, I don't do the Excalibur, Excalibur <laughs> thing anymore. It's a video game. <laughs> exactly, I watched the movie a right. hundred oh times gosh. and never noticed that, that until Josh and I were just kind of breezing through it earlier today uh-huh. to give Josh kind of a quick, you know, re- Rundown. re-up. And we got to that line, and I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm, I realized... Back in the day, I used to think the Centauri or that uh, Grig was just being a little like verbose up right. to our old Excalibur tricks again. <laughs> are we Centauri? A Centauri? But I realized listening to it that I'm like, oh, wow. Centauri was actually trying to recruit starfighters with the sword and the stone yeah. for like centuries. <laughs> right. I never picked up on that before. Yeah, no, I I guess I didn't either. So yeah. that, no, it's, that's good. I, I, I mean, I'd read articles. That he said that that was kind of his his inspiration for it. So yeah, to well, see did, him, what did you that. compare it to when we were looking through? You went, okay, so this is kind of this story. It was uh, multiple things. I'm trying to remember. I mean, it's it, a classic it, it coming has, of age. It right? has a little bit of Ender's Game to it. Ender's which, Game, which he, came out after, which the came last out the year after this movie. Ah, okay, all right. Yeah. The book, yeah. No, yeah, the movie did not come out in 85. <laughs> Han Solo was almost dead Han Solo by the time Ender's know, Game came. So, I mean, it's to me, it's a classic, like I said, it's a classic coming of age. It's it's the it, whole, it's you know, small town kid kind of, you know, trying to break away from. It's, it's your Harry Potter. It's your uh, your uh, Alice in Wonderland. It's your Wizard of Oz. It's, it's a classic someone, theme. It's a some, wonderful life. Some simple person gets pulled yeah, out. Yeah. It is. I know. Yeah. Gets oh, pulled out of their of, out of their small situation and put into a much bigger, different situation. Right. And, and how do they cope with it? Because they there's something special about them. That means a lot more than their small time thing. That they just were. to kind of kind of give you the setup. I mean, at the beginning of the movie, basically this kid, you know, um, Alex, Alex, Alex Rogan, Rogan. Alex Rogan, great name. <laughs> I know, great eighties yeah. action name. <laughs> I'm Alex. Rogan. So this kid, basically, I mean, it's it's a community. It's like a bunch of people that live in like a trailer park, basically. It is, but it's not. It's not like they live in double wides and stuff. Like these are literally like small camper like trailers. Campers, yeah. So. 
basically his mom i think it's set up that his mom runs the trailer park no, right no that's what no? josh said too she's a waitress yeah but yeah. i th- i still think that they i got the feeling that otis runs the park he he yeah. runs the the oh, snack shop man he's Alex gonna man. bust the record otis yeah you know like because okay. he's you know he's also he's also the the t- the typical 80s trope the wizened sage yeah right he's like you know you're gonna have your time to right. shine like you know so well, that's but, what but alex, and alex, alex is the kid right i mean all his buddies and friends are going up to the lake and he's the kid that he can't have sex he can't leave because all these old ladies that live by themselves him, hey can, alex can you come fix this can you come yeah. fix this the power and, went out again she's gonna get real hyper she misses her stories but you're right it's that one it's that whole wonderful life thing where the kid wants to get out yeah, right he I wants big to, dreams. he wants to see the world he's trying to get alone to get out and see the world right. go to maybe go to, go, to go to college right yeah. But, but the they got no money. The loan is rejected. The mom's working double shifts at the at the diner. At the diner, right? You know, Jenny's ice. Lord knows what Lewis is stealing on the side. <laughs> that little scamp, his little brother. So the the only thing that this kid has in the whole world is this video game, right? Yeah, that's it's, what he does to escape. unwind. Yeah. Right, he needs an escape. That's his escape. And so at the end of the day, well, also a really his, attractive girlfriend. Yeah, he's got he got that going on. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't seem too appreciative of that. So <laughs> yeah. we won't get into that. She was in Red Dead Redemption too. Um, what? Yeah, she was a voice in Red Dead Redemption too. But she hasn't done that much, so that actually really surprised me. But anyway. Uh yeah, at the end, basically he's doing all these chores for everybody. He's, he's like handyman, maybe maybe making a few bucks right. on the side or just sure. kind of taking care of all these just people because they're almost like a family, like this right. group of people that, that live family. in this park, right. all know each other. And and yeah, he's got it while his friends are and his girlfriend are off at the lake right. or going to a movie or whatever. He's got to blow off steam and they got this one arcade machine mm-hmm. sitting up, you know, Starfighter, right, sitting up there at the at the snack bar, right. And Otis is sitting there clearing tables while Alex is blowing off steam and just. <laughs> You know the the intro. They kind of have their little conversation, right? And then uh, at some point, he's playing the game. You're gonna get your time. He's like, he's looking, (laughs) he's looking over his shoulder. Nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred thousand. Alex, you're gonna bust the record. Hey, (laughs) everybody! (laughs) Alex's gonna (laughs) bust the record. And they're all like (laughs) dropping their poker cards. Yeah, and everybody in the trailer parks all hauling butt up the stairs, up like you know nine flights of stairs up the hill. Well, they don't even need to know that anything about the game. They just love him so much. The fact, yeah, they love him. Oh, he's gonna do something. That's awesome. See, he's going to do something he's always it's, wanted it's to do. It's cool that, and, and I'm glad you're bringing this up because yes. this is one of those things. The movie has is very hokey. Oh yeah, and that's one of those scenes that's really hokey. But it's not. But the idea underneath it is is exactly what you're saying. It's a neat thing. All these people love this kid. Yeah, and this is all he's got, and they're Even up there he, supporting him. He it's, takes them all for granted, right? Because he's stuck with them, sure. And he wants to get out, but they want to support him, so right. they come running in droves. <laughs> and I love Lewis. Lewis, little brother, he's coming yeah. up the corner. He's like, "Back away, give him some air. Don't crowd him." <laughs> then he smashes right. Up underneath yeah. him. <laughs> Gets right up in between him and the controls. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, would you, Lewis? Yeah. So the video game is basically a simulation where he's flying a ship and he's protecting the armada, and there's this whole yep. big no, beginning. No, he's he's, he's defending Rylos against the against Kodan the, armada. Right. There God, you go. Mike. Come on, man. Do you oh. even, even Starfighter, Star bro? <laughs> Come on. Apparently not. Jeez. So, yeah. Anyway, breaks the record. Everybody's thrilled, and even though his girlfriend had come back and he was kind of miffed at her because she rode back with this other dude who he's got like some kind of 
like bro <laughs> issue between them, right? He's like cowboy complex. Yeah, the something. guy with the cowboy complex, very much in the pickup truck with, for some reason, a klaxon horn. <laughs> he pulls out when they're driving <laughs> out to go like. <laughs> he's like he's like peeling out all yeah, like he's peeling all, out the dirt. Like he's a stud. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 <I'm> like, what? <laughs> but it's perfect. Why not? I would never change it. <laughs> which which you should like point. It should that be pointed be out at this at this moment. Is this a serious sci-fi or is it a comedy? Both. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. There's comedy throughout this whole thing. <laughs> it's much more comic than most sci-fi without being right. a full-blown satire. Centauri is basically like the comic relief, I think. Well, right? Centauri, you know, here you go. What's what's the actor's name? Played Centauri. Help me out um, again. Preston. Sorry. Something Preston. Robert yeah. Preston. Robert Preston. The dude what played uh, the main character in the movie adaptation the of The Music Man. Yes. And, and, you know, he talks really fast and he's very showy and everything that he said is like, like this, like he's playing the same character in this movie and he is Centauri basically shows up in a super space car, this really futuristic looking car, which is a working model, <laughs> you know, an actual thing. And he gets out and he says, can you tell me, can you tell me who broke the record on that machine over there? Can you tell me the name of the, of, of the, of the, of the person who broke the record on that machine over there? Alex Rogan. You're looking at him. Great line. <laughs> You're looking at, and he doesn't say it like a butt. He just looks right. confused at this car, like right. with these gull wing doors on it. Crazy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're looking at him. He's like, ah, oh, my boy. Like everything, just you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell your whole city a bunch of musical instruments. You know, like kind of just consummate annoying pushy salesman, but like all too familiar, right? And yeah, everything, a little bit like Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah, bit of a Willy Wonka complex. Yeah, and but he's uh, a duro. Yeah, he's a duro. <laughs> we find out later in the movie. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. He's from Star Wars, from a galaxy far away. But anyway, he gets, so he lures him in, right? Yeah, and he, he says, says, "I'm the inventor of the game." Yeah, and so you... I invented the game. Blah blah blah. Oh, that wasn't even supposed to be here. That was supposed to go to Vegas, yeah. not some flea bitten backwater, or whatever. <laughs> he and, doesn't uh, really lure him in. He basically kidnaps him. Yeah, he, he like <laughs> <Essentially>. <laughs> Alex sits in the car. He goes, yeah. "Oh, this is my good friend Beta," and he shakes his hand, gets like zapped, zapped. and he's like, "Ow!" Oh, and then Beta just takes. <laughs> Off. Like you don't see Beta's face. He's just like, I'm out. <laughs> he gets out of the car, closes the door, out. and then pretty much Centauri just kidnaps Alex into space. So <laughs> the car is a spaceship, and this is where you get to the CG. Yes, mm -hmm. terrible. <laughs> it is. It is by dated. Today's standard. By today's standards, it's very CG. dated. I'll have you know that that was rendered in almost 4K, Garrick. Whoa! Yeah, 4K. <laughs> no, 4K is four times 1080p. Actually, actually, no. I, you, I thought you meant like 4K bytes. No, no, 4K like resolution. Actually, they and they dumbed down the resolution for the movie too because they, they were to. behind budget yeah. and behind, and they were off schedule. Yeah. Um, because I think they had done the math on it and they were like, "Hey, this is going to take like 17 months to do." Yeah. So they had to start just to, just to render it, just to render it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, remember the original Toy Story took like hours, like like or, or like a day and a half to render like a second or yeah. something initially, right? So Until they started. So, but this. This, and this film, is way before that. <laughs> this film actually has the distinction of being the first movie to attempt landscapes in real settings uh -huh. using computer-generated yeah, graphics. CG. Now, mm. there had been computer There'd graphics been, used in the past, right, but it was like always... Tron. You brought like Tron, but it was always computers simulating computers, right? Yes, right. It had not, they had not attempted to do landscapes or space and right. ships and, and all Planets, that kind of things. Yeah. Right. 
Right. Mm. So, that's so you're our, literally like seeing the CG car and then it turns a corner and it's the actual prop car right, immediately thereafter. Right. So very lofty goals. <laughs> very lofty. At the time. But because they were able to show you things that not a lot of people could put the budget together to show you with practical effects and stuff like that. It was still very novel. There were over 27 minutes of CG. It's it's pretty ballsy. 101 minute movie. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can tell it's all CG. Yeah, okay, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett doesn't like it. People, get, you get it? You understand? <laughs> this okay. CG technology, which was originally pitched to who? Uh, was actually George originally pitched to, pitched to George Lucas in 1978. It is pissed to George Lucas. Yep. Pitched, <laughs> pissed all over him. Mm-hmm. Actually, they they approached George Lucas, and actually, there's um, there's footage there. Well, there's footage, but yeah. there's also um, if you go to YouTube, you can find the. Um, the behind the scenes documentary for yep. the movie. Yep. And actually there's, there's a, in the documentary, Dennis Murin from um, ILM mm-hmm. is interviewed in that. And he uh, recollects that in 1978, they came in. So this would have been after star Wars. So they would have right. been pitching for empire strikes back at that time. Right. And uh, they brought in a rendering of, of uh, X wings. Yep. And, and Dennis Murin actually comments that he's like, he said, I was looking at this and was like, they were doing shots that I couldn't even conceive in my head. Right. Because that, they would always think in terms of practical effects. Right. And the limitations therein. Right. And mm. there were no, there weren't those limits on the computer on the graphics CG. side. Yeah. So he was like, Dennis Mirren said, he was like, I was amazed by what they're doing. And I'm looking around at people and nobody's reacting to it. Nope. Like it was George Lucas like, was like, pass. Yeah, no Our thanks. Pass. Sorry. No. Done. That was the right decision. <laughs> it was yes, the it right was. decision. Because right. it resulted in the last Starfighter happening. Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's <laughs> the reason why. <laughs> but it's, well, I mean, and to George Lucas's credit and ILM and whoever was in charge of that time, it did, the technology wasn't quite there. Yeah. You know, um, it just, it wasn't the right time. So the textures weren't really a thing. No. It, it was very hard to render textures of any type of fidelity. And now then, they could do the polygons okay, right? But the textures uh, and, and any type of God forbid light mapping or bump mapping even existed back then. It did not. <laughs> and then years later, they showed him some rendering for Attack of the Clones, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. wow! <laughs> never the technology has advanced. He's so far. never stopped touching himself since." <laughs> <laughs> but this was still revolutionary in the day because there were, even though audiences, there, nobody went and saw this movie and thought, "Oh, that looks real." Yeah. But they looked at it and they went, "Oh, this is showing me something that they can't otherwise show me," and that's I, really I cool. I have to admit, I mean, I was. I, you know, I'm older than you guys, so you know I saw this earlier yeah, probably yeah. than all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was. I mean, yes, you could. I tell. might have seen it at a drive-in. I even, don't remember. Even then, you could tell it was different. Yeah, of course. But it, like you said, there was a novel novelty to it. And it was because, pretty neat. I had never seen could, anything like, like that you were saying, before. They do like camera angles, anything right. they want, they could transition back and forth without it being that jarring, despite how different it looked. Right. It was just kind of acceptable. Yeah, it looks really smooth in a way that yeah. you couldn't have gotten right. with practical effects at the time. Yeah, yeah. so agree. Yeah. I mean, the textures obviously look there's like almost none. Yeah, none <laughs> textures. But it's hard for me to say it looks bad because that's that was my thought. That's yeah. where the cup on coming. This, Again, this going, is smooth. Going back to what they said about you know their their budget limitations and and scheduling. You know, and they were actually the 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 um the direct the guy that handled all the graphics um the supervisor whatever his name was um anyway he commented that it was a shame that they had to dumb them down because it would have been neat to see 
what kind of resolution and what right. kind of detail they could have achieved right. had they been allowed to do that. Yeah. So it, apparently each shot has like an average of 250,000 polygons on screen. Yeah. <laughs> and so like right? that is just like, I mean, that sounds like a lot, but that's not a lot. <laughs> by, not today's by today's standards. standards no, not know. at all. I mean, even for like just playing a video game on your, on your, you know, computer, but right. the resolution that they were initially rendering at, I was actually blown away by that. Yeah. Um, but For then the again, I mean, at the time, everything was on film. So you had to do the highest resolution possible to get it to then convert, you know, to film and have it not look weird, blurry or pixelated. Right. It had You had to be super high because if you just went, oh, this is high enough, there would um, be an issue there. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Um, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, uh, Alex takes a space ride with Centauri and is completely <laughs> complex, perplexed whole time, shows up. And they're like, all right, here's your uniform. He doesn't understand anybody, but it's okay. They put a they put a universal translator on the collar <laughs> of his ship shirt. On his collar, yeah. So he's expected to wear the same plaid shirt for the remainder of his <laughs> career, yeah, I'm assuming. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> just cuts like off the planning. collar, puts it in his pocket. I'm fine. Everything's there fine. There you go. I just assume the uniform has one on it. Asanjay. I love all the weird language crap that they're talking about. So he goes up, and, and everybody there are a mixture of Star Wars and Star Trek aliens. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Trek aliens is like everybody's bald, universe. bald and white haired, even the hot chicks. The bald. They have yeah, bald white hair, weird. white hair around the bald top, like the fryer cut. Right. Very, yeah. very Star Trek. Yeah. Yes. With the bulbous like craniums. And then, and then the rest of them are all like squid monsters. Squid mon Like those, a couple of them could have fit into Star Wars pretty well. Or like yeah. the waspy face looking dude's like, <laughs> but like, I'm moving my fingers like they're little mandibles on, you know, my mouth. Um, but a couple of them all look like just sci fi cast offs, but those aren't the ones that actually get kind of really featured. They're just a couple mm -hmm. of them do. Right. But, he comes to find out that Centauri is a recruiter. Yeah. For uh, and the video game was the video game a test, right? Was a test, a test, my boy. <laughs> Aha, yes. Um, and and so because Alex beat the game, he busts the record. That means <laughs> he's good did. enough to be an actual pilot fighting against these galactic wide bad guys known as the Kodan. And these entire scenes um, are hilarious. Yes, like they're just pure comedy. Like he and he's he, great. He's playing it perfectly as like oh. the straight face, like like he, totally I'm confused, confused. But you are stupid because clearly you don't understand how confused I am. Kind of thing. <laughs> he's he's so expressive. He is, is amazing. He really yeah. is so good. I'm surprised he didn't become like a bigger act actor because I thought he did really well. In this. I know I, it's weird. His his career was definitely more TV based. Uh, uh, later on, but it, he is just like every time I watch this movie, I'm like, why don't I see him in everything? I f why you know is he like one that, tier below Tom Hanks? He's got that face where I thought he, I, I he, you would you think know, he'd be I just gone on forever. That I had seen him in stuff, but when mm -hmm. I went back and looked at IMDb, you're right. I mean, it's a pretty, I, I don't subdued, maybe tr uh, a heart, a harsh word, yeah. but it's not not a very prolific career. Right. But meanwhile, uh, he's trying to get people to understand that he doesn't want to be here. Back on Earth, Beta. He's yeah. still there. He got out the car. He's still there. <laughs> He's sitting underneath the covers. Alex's bed is some big, like flesh breathy, weird grease so, monster. But Beta <laughs> turns out to be what? Alex's out, replacement he's on a Earth, beta right? Unit, yeah. When he shook Alex's hand, he basically extracted his DNA, more or less. Right. That's why he got shocked because that's a thing that happens. <laughs> and then he oh, starts yeah. slowly turning into a replica of Alex so that no one realizes he's gone. Right. And Which, part of part of the reason why that has to happen is because Earth doesn't know anything about the Codan. 
Earth is not part of the <laughs> a part of the uh, whatever the defense league or whatever. Right. They're not a uh, the frontier, which yeah. Beca- the, yeah, which becomes an issue. Right. This is when if they made this movie now, it would have been like almost twice as long, because you get the, uh, just a little bit of snippet about like Centauri's backstory. Right. But yeah. you kind of. You kind of wish that the world could have been fleshed out a little bit more but and learn like why, a little bit more. That's about why they guy. cast him to do it because he's a snake oil salesman. That's his most famous role as a snake oil right. salesman and and music man, right? Right. But the lovable one. There was perfect casting. It was over the top, but it was perfect because otherwise you got to make a longer movie, right? So it comes across real quick because we meet, you know, finally Alex finds somebody to listen to him and it's a character named Grig, who is one of my favorite characters yes. in any movie of all time. My favorite alien, really? arguably. You're the turtle shell head. Oh man, Grig. Just, <laughs> I love that. His <laughs> wheeze laugh that he does. Right. You know? Right. And and then he confronts Centauri because they find out that Centauri is illegally recruiting from planets he's not allowed to because, you know, he's kind of a con man. Right. Earth sucks. Yeah. Earth and doesn't know. They're they're ignorant. So he gets he has to give the money that he got paid yeah. <laughs> to recruit Alex back because Alex wants to go back to Earth. And then after this happens, there's a big attack, and all the starfighter pilots die. Everyone except oh, oh, so only what? one has escaped, and it's That's the Alex. name of the movie. Yep, the last oh, starfighter. And ah. then, so then what they do is they send Trandoshan b- bounty hunters to Earth, right? Trandoshan? <laughs> they're the worst bounty hunters no. ever. It's funny because they're called <laughs> Zandozans. They're Zandozan. Uh, what are, what were they called? Hunt beasts or something like that? <laughs> hit beasts. Centauri <laughs> called them hit beasts. But they look like Mon Cal's with shorter heads and angrier teeth. And they're called <laughs> and Zandozans. They're, they're stupid. They, they're, uh, they're hit beasts. You know, they're not, yeah. they're, they're shapeshifters. Yeah, they're, they're, they're also have. shapeshifters. Yeah, right. They're dangerous, yeah. right? Right. But uh, they, they're going back yeah. to, to, and so Alex gets back, runs into the beta unit. Now, this is fun. When the, the movie tested unit, with right. audiences, audience were like, hey, we like that beta unit, Alex. That's cool. And they're like, oh, yeah. Better that, than the original. You like one. that? And they're like, all right, we'll, uh, yeah, actually, we'll go they, back and we'll reshoot more of that. I was gonna, all right. And Lance, uh, what's his name? Lance Guest. Lance Guest. Uh, I'm going to say Lance Bass again. <laughs> he <laughs> cut his hair and he'd gotten sick. Right. So he had to wear a wig and he was thinner. When I was younger, I always thought that they that intentionally made to, him yeah. look a little different. Right. To help you understand that, that it's it not him. perfect. Right. And Like it's not perfect technology. Yeah. But in reality, it was because they were reshooting months later. Right. <laughs> and I had no idea. And I thought that was actually just one of those little happy accents like Harrison yeah. Ford getting dysentery or whatever. Right, right. And shooting the dude in Raiders. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I, I frankly think that makes it better. Yeah. No, but, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Actually, well, and it fit well in that scene where he takes his head off and he's fixed, trying to fix his ear. Yeah. Because <laughs> Alex, what the hell's going on? You're having a terrible dream, Lewis. Go back to sleep. <laughs> tell mom about your nudie magazine yeah, Tell mom about your Playboys <laughs> Lewis <laughs> I love Lewis Actually the beta unit is probably some of my favorite scenes I think in the whole movie Yeah, yeah well hey apparently you and test audience are right there <laughs> Yeah that's just great because You forget it's the same actor in both roles Yeah right. it actually like, Legitimately he feels like it's a different character Like what? Yeah. Well, And it's one of those situations where this beta unit isn't cultured in earth <laughs> yeah he's he's like kind so of he's there, trying, he's but, trying yeah. to fit in and he doesn't quite understand and you know so the girlfriend's trying to yeah you know connect with him on yeah, a girlfriend boyfriend Alex, level why are you and, acting so strangely <laughs> am i acting strangely you know 
But it's, he's funny. What should I be doing right yeah. now? Yeah. Laughing? You should yeah. be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so it's so fun. <laughs> but then Alex comes back and then, you know, runs in in the bedroom and finds a beta unit in his bed. He's like, wait, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be up there fighting blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm not a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that. But then, of course, an attack happens and realize that these dudes are coming to Earth now to kill him. Centauri gets called back, gets shot. And then Alex goes back with Centauri. That's when you find out. Uh, uh. They're all dead. Yep. Everybody's dead, and he is the last one. So him and Grig. Him and Grig. Grig's yep. the navigator, and he's the uh he's the pilot fighter guy. Thankfully, he was uh working on the uh the the, the, test, the prototype. Yeah, the test prototype. Right? So the hangar is what got hit, which is what right. killed all the fighters. Right. Yeah. I freaking love this movie so much. It is so the the villains in this movie. <laughs> are so the scepter silly the scepter the scepter I didn't is get the point more to rule than a scepter what's the point of that what was it what does the scepter do uh, it, it was a replica a the, okay the Kodan emperor has a scepter and the Kodan are basically they've this Rylosian prince or whatever has betrayed uh Rylos. Rylos, his home, his home world, mm-hmm. to sell them out to the Kodan, who are this ev- big giant evil force. So they're playing with, they're playing him, they're letting him pretend to be the big bad until they can get through this defense shield and attack the Starfighter headquarters, right, the, and then take over Rylos. But he thinks he's hot shit because anything he does or says it goes because he's the only one with the codes that can get them through. <laughs> so as an fu to the the his the people who are you know allowing him to act this way he has a replica made of their emperor's scepter to go look i have a scepter too <laughs> except mine has a knifey thing that comes out of it switchblade no, i didn't get any of that i Must've i've seen it. this so many times guys <laughs> i also have to pee so i will be right back <laughs> so oh. okay so yeah the bad guy's pretty awesome and and uh <laughs> um the just I, the, the over the top Makeup and and uh, just the look of them with the, oh, yeah. the leathery faces again. They kind of kind of borrow from some Star Wars looks and stuff. Actually, the design um, of the whole movie really is actually pretty. I, I mean, for a lower budget movie like this and kind of a rip off of some of that stuff. Actually, some of the design works pretty cool, like the gun star itself, the the ship. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. great design work, man. I mean that's those sure. are great unique looking ships and um oops i'm losing some stuff here pardon me but um but yeah i mean the design uh, even of the aliens and and the story itself i mean there's there was a lot of good thought put into this absolutely um yeah so and then i don't know if we talked about the designer yet or not but he actually worked on alien and star wars uh prior to this Oh, I so, didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize. I knew it was on Alien. I didn't realize Star Wars. So yeah, Ron Ron Cobb was his name. Yeah, uh, I guess he worked on a lot of the the sci-fi. He probably brought a lot of that with him. Yeah, into the movie. It's appropriate to the script too, though. I mean, it's a the the design is a little bit campy and a little bit off, but it's because the of the comedy aspect of what's going on. So, I mean, whenever you first see all the star starfighters in that room. <laughs> They're all sitting on like office chairs. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's yeah. just really obviously right. like not quite there. Like the, bu- the, bu- right. the budget the was going towards been, the CGI. Yeah, been slashed a little bit. Yeah, but exactly. That's 
that's how the campiness, campiness works right. because of the comedy right. throughout the entire thing. Right. No, I agree. And the campiness it, is what endears it to me because yeah, I love campy. It's almost goofy intentionally stuff like, that. like a B movie that was also trying to break ground. Yeah. I, well, I you know, the funny the funny thing is, is <laughs> I, I was talking to I think Corey earlier about this that this this movie like teeters on the verge of being a great movie. Yes, but it's, it's it's right on the edge. It's got the full orchestral soundtrack with a great theme song. Right. Great theme song. It's got the, the actors are amazing, in my opinion. I mean, they, you know, I mean, it's, no, it's campy yeah. and goofy at some points, but well, especially got the, villains. The, chops, the villains are super campy. And there's and there's there's certain scenes that where they're acting out that they just they do really good. I, I know. mean, it's, parts of it are like there's so well done. That you're like, I don't know if this could be done better. Right. <laughs> right. But, but, like, there's just other I think th- it lacked a lot in the story because for me, I had apparently hadn't seen it. I I knew the general premise, but. Like the bad guys, I didn't get their motivation or what they were doing. I was just like, oh, okay, well, they're evil empire. Well, guys. back then it was yeah. you're a bad guy because you're bad. You're wearing the yeah. red armor. That, yeah. that right. kind of well, speaks to my point about saying if it were made now, right. there would be a lot more world. You're right. It, actually, it be, like it, it could be, it could be like a Netflix ten part. I understand. I understand that like that's that. the expectation nowadays. But I almost, I'm endeared to those movies back then. Right. That just well, remember my case long movies. Typically. I do. I do. And this movie so is seriously I feel like you can right cut at an chase. hour and a half. Like right. right just over an hour and a half. You cut out the credits, you're at 90 minutes. Right. And they have to cover a lot of ground. Right. And they just decide what's important and what's not. The characters. The, right. Our, our main characters right. are what's important. Right. You know, you got you got Alex, sent Alex, everybody at the trailer park, we'll call right. them all one character. Right. Centauri <laughs> and Grig. Yeah. And right. that's all. And, and that's Al- all you, and Alex's girlfriend. Right. No, I do agree with Garrick in the fact that they probably could have given a little bit more exposition. Sure. I mean, you shouldn't have to watch it five times to pick up on all that stuff. I got enough very young, like sure. early on. I right. got enough, but like I, I can I can speak to it way better now. So I, I definitely think that they could have done that a little bit better. But yeah, but for the most part, again, I agree that I, I mean, again, I'm the get, cut to the chase, get get there. And you know, tell me, tell me the story. I don't need all. I don't need all the exposition and backstory for right. everything. I don't think they would have done anything with the Codan that would have been interesting to me. However, again, I think there's a there's enough detail there to pick apart that's interesting ideas that you wouldn't expect from a movie that is ninety minutes more or less ninety minutes long. You know, like the the henchmen, the Codan henchmen are different from the Codan commanders. They're like yeah, two different right. races, right? Right. And the code and henchmen, their mouths don't move when they talk, and they sound like they have a heavily computerized voice. Yeah, it's like, you know, what is it? Proceed with the visual attack formation. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no mouth moving, and you don't realize it until they're you're, they're hauling Zur back out the hallway, and he turns around, he elbows one, and he knocks his helmet off. Yeah. And you realize it's that the helmet, weird. although it's like a red like normal, like stormtrooper like helmet, right. there's a there's a fleshy part on the bottom where the mouth would go. Right. They have they're partially they have a biological helmet underneath the tech, technological helmet and he knocks it off and you see the actual face of these right. things. Totally different. And right. you're like, that's really interesting. Oh, that's wow. for back then, that's a really interesting concept. Right. But the movie doesn't go, look at it, look at it, and hit you over the head with <laughs> right. it. They just race right, right. past it. And uh, I like who are the the main the other main bad guys on the bridge. Uh the, those well, are the Codan commanders. That's how I the think. Codan. I don't know their name. Right. Like uh 
Dragon Ball Z rangefinders. Yeah, the little eyepiece. <laughs> 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 like power, judging people's power level. I, their I like to think they were reverse gunner glasses. When he's looking at the screen, he's fine, but when he looks up, he's got to have that thing flip in front so he can see contrast. <laughs> it. it takes more than a scepter to rule. I love that guy's voice. So the last Starfighter, they 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 launched the the Gunstar, and uh, they're the only one left. The only one left. The only hope. I don't want to spoil it because I think there's people who haven't seen this movie. They're going to listen to this podcast. And we might inspire to try to watch it. Maybe. Sure. Okay. So I don't want to. Sure, I don't want to give away everything that happens after that. But that you've got the premise. The ending is fun. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Dies. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Earth explodes. We're not even here today. It's a happy ending. And, the end. And or as they've tried to get sequels off the ground over and over again. And the it's writer, happening. the writer has always said, no, 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 I don't want to until last year when Gary Witta Gary Witta, right? Did some yeah. art. Yes. And said that the writer is on board for a sequel. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's he a year that and change. That's a year and change ago. Right. He just confirmed it last week too. Are you yeah, kidding me? There was yeah, yeah there was a no, recent man. article about this. What is with yes. our timing on picking shows and know, news right? coming out about this right. stuff? <laughs> wow. It's a week or two, yeah. He's right as I think it was like literally maybe the a next day or two. Day or, yeah. And I remember decided tech- to do it like Gary Wood is like, Oh yeah, this is still- yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Thirty five years later, I fully expect not a direct sequel, but like a reboot slash sequel. And I just really hope Lance Guest is in it because he. You said is, Lance Bass. No, I said Lance Guest. Oh, yeah, I, I, I really want Lance Bass. So central, his his role as Alex, yeah. regardless of everything that happens, his he made the movie. In my opinion, pure and simple, I can't think of another actor who could have done what he did and not had this movie just be a ball of hokiness. He actually, yeah. it all this craziness happening around him, he feels real, almost the whole time, in my opinion. All right, so here's the, here's the tweet from Gary Witta. It says, lots of people reacting like they had no idea. I've been working on a sequel to The Last Starfighter. Yep, writing and producing it with another writer-creator, John Batul, who was the original, original story guy. Oh, there you go. And uh, yeah, check out some of the concept art. And he's got content. It's pretty badass, actually. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I actually fun. make that look real this time. They may. They could. <laughs> Wouldn't take much money. No, not at all. These days, that's chump change. Yeah. All you got to have I is have... one big house just overpromised for too little money, so they lay <laughs> off everybody as soon as it's I've, done. I uh, found some interesting people that I didn't know were in this movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like there was Will Wheaton was actually in this movie. Right. He was cut. Yeah, his, yeah, he, he had cut, lines and was cut. But you can right. still see him in the background. Oh, do you? Yeah, he's yeah. he's in some of the crowd scenes. Okay, I'll have to look again. I, I don't remember seeing any kids other than Lewis, but I'll have to. Um, yeah. I, I an excuse to watch again. And Mark Alamo, who plays Goldicott in Deep Space Nine, was also in it. There you go. He's saying, Goldicott, the be- the best villain ever in the Star Wars universe." Just saying. Star Trek. Star Trek. You just did the thing. It's getting late. Now we haven't talked <laughs> we haven't talked about uh director Nick Castle much <clears throat> yet, no. either. So Nick Castle directed the, the film. Punisher? Uh, well, Porkins kid talked uh, about him, but Punisher's he didn't call him by name. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so no, Nick Castle directed the film, known for uh some of some of the other movies he's worked on, Dennis the Menace. We were talking about this earlier. Which is a little we actually were talking about this movie and not talking about the last Starfighter. <laughs> right. We were talking about came up a Mathow, completely different right? way. Yeah, we're Walter talking about Walter Mathow. Mathow. <laughs> We're like, that was also directed by the last Starfighter yeah. director. Right. Uh, he actually provided the story for you guys' favorite hook. 
Hook. The movie Hook. Hook. So good. Hook. Hook. Give us the hook. Hook. Give us the hook. Uh, also wrote the Escape Boo from Box. New York. I thought that was interesting. Yep, I know. That's one right? of my old old 80s favorites. <laughs> Crazy movie. Yep. Um, but uh, Major Pain, you remember that yes. one? With the, yeah. Oh, I remember <laughs> Major Pain. <laughs> yes, I very much. Also worked on Mama's Family. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? So. Dude. <laughs> I know. I'm a Mama's Family. Oh, you're family. talking to everybody else in the room because you know I know, I know Mama's I Family. I know you know. I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> So good stuff there, and then uh, we talked to, we talked about the uh, the soundtrack, right? I mean, it that it very I don't want to say it was underrated, maybe underappreciated, maybe. I mean, it really does make that movie. And soundtracks always have, man. I mean, just it doesn't sound like John Williams and the London Philharmonic. No, it doesn't. No, but compared to other action movies, like take Star Wars out of it, take uh, take James Horner and Star Trek out of it. And say compared to other like like fun adventure movies of the time, it was big, and they wanted to be big. And you know they had right. what like eight horns. They had like deep woodwind section. Like it's, it, it is orchestral, and it is very big and trumpety. You know, it's very. It, I get goosebumps when I hear it. it but it's that's also nostalgia. Craig Safan was the composer. Mm-hmm. Um, worked mm-hmm. on other movies, uh, for example, uh, just one of them, Legend of Billie Jean. You remember? Yeah, that movie, yeah. Dude, with, Helen Slater. I know, with your Helen Slater, baby. Look at them when you ask these questions. <laughs> I don't forget Helen Slater. She is my original girlfriend that is yeah, not my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Such a crush on her. Still working, to too, by the day, way. She's yeah. uh, she's Supergirl's mom now uh, on the Supergirl show. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. That's Helen Slater. She's lovely. So, uh, also, I can watch City Slickers over and over again. Also worked on uh, <laughs> Cheers, did some work for Cheers. So, mm-hmm. um, so he's got some uh, decent name, credits right? under his uh, belt. I don't know that that was him. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, but th- that, I feel like the 80s were the last bastion of films that really relied on a good theme that's kind of been resurrected it's with the same like, thing with TV back in the day every TV theme had to be good enough that when people would hear like people would right. want to sing it in a bar right. they'd want to hear it like you could buy a CD I best love TV themes yeah right <laughs> anyway I mean, everybody can go uh, right to those things everything had a recognizable theme so that when you were doing stuff around the house and the TV was just on and it came on you're immediately whoop it's time Right. It, that's not a thing anymore. Now no. you just get the ding, 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 ding music right. that like because the action's already started. Somebody's already walking down a hall. Right. You're you're lucky if you get like a, a like a twelve second little like you know mm-hmm. three measure hit or something like that. Right. Except for Stranger Things. That's true. Well, Stranger and, Things. But well, that's a lot still of the, just, a lot of the Netflix uh, and and those kind of shows. Some of them have really long. Intro, yeah, but they've thrown in the skip skip intro. (laughs) Well, that's what I was gonna say. I think that those themes have come back, um, lately, probably within the last 10 years. It feels like to me that movies are kind of hitting those marks again and and producing memorable themes. The problem is on network TV, they use so much ad time that no show wants to burn any time on a theme, right? On and on the Netflix shows, every you're binging it, so you don't care about the theme, you're skipping intro. That's not true, but. Like on oh, well, the gauntlet. Yeah, no, I, I if I'm if I'm binging in one night, I'll at least listen to it once. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, I always do on the first try because yeah. I always if the theme is good, I'm still gonna listen. Yes, listen. I agree, I agree with you there. Or if but, it's an anime, right, but it used to be uh, when you're sitting there getting huh. through Wilford yeah. Brimley trying to sell you right? cream of wheat, and it came on. 
What do we do, baby? You're like, oh, Alex is here. Alex is going to save the day. Alex B. Keaton. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like all those That's themes. It was a cue. And it, and it was like, yeah. it was a deep cut in you that, okay, the BS is out of the way. It's time to sit down and enjoy something. And, and I don't think they have the platform to do that anymore. So, and even then, like the theme writers were so specialized back then too, you know, like, all right, I got to make something. It's not going to be a radio hit, but it's going to be an earworm that gets stuck in people's minds. And I don't know that anybody's doing that. Even, you know, stranger things. I, I like listening to it once, but it's not. Oh no, that's amazing! I love that. It's good music. sounding, but it's not. I mean, it's, I listen to the soundtrack all the time. I mean, it's I not listen, Perfect Strangers. I watch the opening credits every time. <laughs> yeah, no, every it's Perfect Strangers. I don't <laughs> skip yeah, you're a weirdo. No, no, he's not. Not for Stranger Things. Mm. There, there are still some shows, and now they're getting a little bit dated too. That still have that classic sound, like The Office. The opening, opening yeah. music to the office is like totally a throwback. It makes me feel like, like Cheers or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, the Cheers theme. I get emotional when I hear the right. Cheers theme. I mean, that's my, it's just that feel good. At the same time, when I hear the Frasier theme, I want to take a hammer or whatever's playing it. But you know, like, Tom Salmon and Scrambled Eggs? No. Yeah. Frasier's dad was in the Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah, he was. Pretty much playing his character from Cheers. <laughs> yep. It is exactly his character from Cheers. You remember that? Old satchel. When uh the when Frazier's dad was on Cheers as not Frazier's dad. He was the fast talk yeah, guy trying right. to write the he theme. He was a piano guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. C A G R S. <laughs> there's He's two, there's two, the there's two E's in Cheers. He is that exact same character in the Hudsucker Proxy. <laughs> really? He's yeah. J. John and Jameson. Pretty much, yeah. That's funny. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to touch on real quick, too, which I thought was interesting when we were researching this. Um, digital Productions was the name of the company that right. provided the um, the digital effects for this. And they used a Cray supercomputer for this, mm -hmm. which was groundbreaking at the time. Absolutely. It was huge. Monstrous. Apparently, I, actually, they were uh, in the uh, documentary I saw, they were interviewing some of the employees there. And they said, I mean, it was a big old computer in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. and, and it had what looked like a bench around yeah. it. And they said they'd go take breaks and lay on and it. they just and sit on like, the computer. Yeah. <laughs> because it was so big, you <laughs> just so sit huge. on it. Yeah, it was just monstrous. And, uh, um, Did it play chess? <laughs> Would you like to play a game? But one of the guys commented, he goes, games he goes, yeah, we used to sleep no on way. that thing. He goes, now I wonder if, you know, if that was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, have kids yeah, with, you know, right. cancer and <laughs> right. third arm and it's all probably that. It's probably really warm. Yeah. If it was cold, you stay on it. But yeah. you know what? It's, all it's, the cats it's funny because, it. you know, as groundbreaking <laughs> as the digital effects were, and if you watch that documentary, it, it, really get you know show some footage of oh, yeah. the people in the background and they're on ancient 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 technology yeah you don't you don't know you don't understand how crappy <laughs> computers were back then right people I don't get like on these, you look at these graphs oh. with this cg ain't good let me show you the vax terminal <laughs> how they had the to work on it yeah because it's not like today where you can get a, a halfway decent render while you're animating it. Right. They basically had to use like what would math. Be, yeah. Math. Well, the math to, to <laughs> yeah. do vectors. right everything. But yeah, they had to use vectors. It, everything was basically wireframe mm -hmm. when they were animating it. Yep. And uh, and it was funny because they they basically had to. And even then, if they were moving anything, it was like five frames per second. Right. Like, it was <laughs> right. Barely. Visible. And they were having to invent technology as they went. And it was interesting because. You know, at first when they had, you know, they'd render it and then, oh, crap, we made a mistake. They would have to go back and re-render it all by typing in code. Mm -hmm. And 
they got to a point where it's like, okay, well, we can't keep doing that. So they would invent these controls and they have these hand controls that they were using so yep. that they could oh, go wow. back and, and, you know, rotate things and, yeah. and look at them and move them and animate them. So they were inventing the technology as they went, yeah, which was very cool. interesting. And what blows my mind, though, is that, you know, after, you know, well, the success in Quotey Fingers, Quotey Fingers of this movie, I don't think it was a big box office hit. Right. Um that I think it did okay. It yeah. twenty eight million. Yeah, yeah twenty eight million. I have million. no idea what the budget. Fifty was. million. Budget was fifteen. It's almost double. <laughs> Pretty good. So, um, but the interesting thing is that digital productions went under after that. Welcome I mean, to every pro- uh, graphics right. house. Exactly. Since then. Right. Exactly. Everybody so, goes under. But that technology was picked up and used. Yeah, sure. It for, and with, used right. With and subsequent those, companies that ultimately ILM started. Right. I was using say, actually, all those, all those guys would have went off into all those other country, companies, right. and actually, yeah, ILM probably hired all of them. X-wing. Yeah. As actually, it's funny that you should mention video games and those hand controls they invented. Yes, because it looks like a video Atari game. Uh, said in the closing credits for the game, uh, told you to watch out for a Starfighter game near you. <laughs> uh oh. And then didn't release it because when the movie came out and wasn't Star Wars big, everybody got cold feet. Right. Oops. Now, that game kind of came out. Yeah. Because you may you not realize what? that when Star Wars, the arcade game came out, it was pretty much repurposing all the hardware yep. and whatever that was going to be used for the Starfighter game and the controls that they designed for the Starfighter game. I know. Game. That was, I had no idea. That yep. was so cool. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's funny because I remember always thinking when I would see the Star Wars game uh, in, when I was young. I was yeah. like, that looks Why more couldn't like you? Yeah, I look right. at it like, it looks more like a Starfighter. I look like <laughs> Star Wars. I mean, yeah, the vectors are, and the, the vector graphics are, well, I didn't know what they're called. The graphics, yeah. you know, it looked like Star Wars, but I was like, the, <laughs> even, the, even the decal, I was like, it doesn't right. look Star Wars. It looks like a Starfighter. <laughs> but there was also a 2600 game that didn't get announced. It got released with a, a few tweaks under a different name, like Star Raiders or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there were uh-huh. several last Starfighter games that we could have played that didn't yeah. happen. Right. But this would be a cool modern day game, like an open world space adventure. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, uh, a few years ago, world. some people got uh, a group got together and actually made a freeware version of the actual Starfighter game that is from the movie. They, really? Yes, it is available. I think it was 2007 or something it when they or 2011. 10 minutes to program. You're a bad person. Um, but but basically because people wanted to build Starfighter cabinets. So yeah. I, I think there for a while there, people were trying to get the star old Star Wars cabinet and then deb- like if it didn't work, go, maybe I'll get it and make it into a Starfighter <laughs> cabinet. You know what nice. I mean? To actually rebuild as close a replica as possible to the game from the movie. And well, like the look and the cabinet right. and everything. Right. But but yeah, I, I've been that's something that I've always thought would be a really neat project. Oh yeah. You know, the last Starfighter arcade. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. I think that's super cool. So people just got together and said, this didn't exist and that's a crime. So we're going to make it exist here. Everybody can have it. And I think they even got blessings from like the, oh, cool. what few right. property holders they could identify <laughs> right. because it's still kind of weird. Yeah. It's still kind of dicey on who actually owns what. Yeah. Actually that's oh, really? been blamed on why some of the delays may have been happening throughout the years. Because mm-hmm. they've been talking about this forever and ever. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I remember early 2000s, maybe even late 90s mm-hmm. that, they, this was talked about. Yep. So yeah. it's been a long time coming. So I'm crossing the fingers. I hope they can put this together, Me man. Too, man. It'd be fun. So Me too. I don't know. More I don't, last star. You go, Gary. I don't, know. I don't know how much interest there is going to be in it. <laughs> if I'll you market interested. it like a completely new thing. Yeah. Sure. Then be. Yeah. it doesn't matter how much interest there is yeah. in a secret. We don't have, 
We don't have much hard sci-fi coming out. That's yeah. not a Marvel movie. That's true. Or Star Wars. Hell, even if it's releases on Netflix or a Prime, you know. Hey, I'm oh, all about, jo- was it Josh said, like, make it a 10-episode arc on Netflix. Right. I'm all true. about that. We're, we're, That'd yeah. be cool. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. Heck yeah. Dude, give me some Starfighter. Give me, give me some not-so-last yeah, Starfighter. Give me some more Lance Guest. Damn it, dude. He was Need some more that. incredible in that movie. You say that till the preview comes out. No, no, no. I'm going to temper all my expectations based on how hard it makes Kevin Smith cry. That's all. (laughs) That's that's a good gauge right there. I get it. Five tears out of five Kevin Smith tears. There you go. (laughs) I'm not even sure how to convert that to human tears. (laughs) I don't know what that is. It's like a quarter. Really good. Yeah. Okay, good. 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 Super good. Anyway, thank you all for joining us. Tonight to talk about the last Starfighter. Obviously, Mike and I are huge fans, and everybody else are okay with it. How are you? <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Are you a huge I, fan of Last Starfighter? I've this whole week have gone to bed at two o'clock <laughs> every night. <laughs> Watching shit. Watch I am. Guess what? You'll be in bed by two o'clock tonight, buddy. I am feeling it. All right. Well, then let's tie this one off. Go watch Last Starfighter if you've never seen it. Join us on Discord and let us know what your impressions are. And even if you have, you yeah. can gush or, or hate or whatever you want. But uh, you get to Discord by going to betterkind.com and clicking on the link to our Discord. Or you can find us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138. And the Discord link is right in our Twitter bio. So join us because we, we we like to talk about something. And, and I always enjoy hearing everybody else's varying opinions. It's honest to God. Ain't nobody going to start it's, no fights. It's, it's a, fun. I'm gonna, I'll warn you, it's a little dated. But it's 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 a fun watch, man. It's a fun Come watch. On. Good stuff. Good music. Come on. Come on. You owe it to yourself to watch the movie. Yeah, you got to watch. You yeah. it. Classic 80s sci-fi, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't beat that. Nope. nope. You can't beat that with a stick, sir. Also, uh, go out to wherever you get the <laughs> podcast and give us a nice little review so we can reach more people just like yourself tell a friend subscribe like i don't know whatever you do but we need to we, we want to grow we want to we want to we want to lay down roots we want to spread our seeds so our you know wild oats yeah all over garrick's mom yeah. oh, i was leaving a pause just for that thank you michael <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime we're gonna tie this one off because howie's just been burning the candle at both ends <laughs> so i'm Corey. over there's mike mm, garrick's mom over there's howie jelly uh, that doesn't work. I've told you it doesn't work. Now I got to explain it, which draws it out even longer. Over there is Garrick. I am the last Starfighter. You're mm. mm-hmm. a tree. Guest. Over there is Josh. Howie, there's a bud upstairs for you right here. Too late. We're you, all too late. Are you going to be the big spoon or the little spoon? I'm I'm using that bed. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's hot. The uh, in the in the drawer you can find the petroleum jelly. Oh. For the lube. Just You're relax. You're not supposed to use it that way. Howie, just relax. He's asleep, yeah. dude. He's as relaxed relax. as a dick. He's relaxed as a dick. Now out. You could get an infection. Oh no! Cut that out. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Just cut it right out. Get it get that in post. <laughs>